It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Nothing. You have you got you got fucking nothing today. How? I, I, what's the best way to curse a village? <laughs> I don't feel good. I feel like I stole that from somebody. <laughs> well, I, 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 <laughs> I can't even know. I volcant. Um, <laughs> but I Mexican. Because I'm half. And I'm Merga. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, uh, guys, guys, I'm tired. I feel like I'm 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 running on fumes. Wait 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 wait. wait. I I got a question. Did anybody yeah. hear the theme music today? Oh no no. Was, okay. So that was half the reason why I was confused. That was confusing, man. Okay. But, um, I t- t- got son of a- Tivis. Oh wait wait to- wait wait. What? Tivis is here, so we have to play his sound effect. I have a sound. Effect. <laughs> <laughs> is that Rick Flair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And congratulations. We have a soundboard. I want to die. I just <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of what I already feel like. So first of all, I just noticed Tivis that you have your name backwards, which is fucking hilarious. I was also, wondering how long it would take. Also, and, and John, I need yeah. Do you know who so people that aren't watching the video, do you know who yeah. jo- uh Tivis's picture is? Uh, I don't know. He looks like a principal with horns on. It's fucking Vince McMahon. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. yeah. It's the Vince McMahon puppet that they use at WrestleMania for John Cena versus um, Bray Wyatt the Fiend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was like a character from like Team America <laughs> World Police that I didn't remember. It's cut oh. off, but it says it's just good shit underneath. <laughs> I need. I need. I need Tivis to explain himself because he gave us what was the question about best way to curse a village? What? Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted this on there because it, it worse after the one I told you. Just at least so, the first one I got. Like, <laughs> I need everyone to understand why my brain is already melted the minute we started this. All right. So I listened to a group, you know, Australians and they ask questions uh, a weekly basis. And what, th- this one they weren't sure they could release to the public. It's a, you know, how to curse a small village. The, right off the bat, the very first one, possibly <laughs> the worst curse I've ever heard of. When you take a dump, the minute it leaves your body, it turns into a baby. I mean, so, so basically, they're shitting kids out. Yep. I mean... It, it's You have to hold it in if you don't want one, and that's not good for you. It's now, does this work... Curse. For all genders, or yep, everyone. So it's just gender neutral. Okay. So first, a of gender all, neutral curse. <laughs> over well, you know, don't want to be sexist when it comes to our apocalyptic views. I, I mean, overpopulation already terrifying. I know. <laughs> I mean, this would be like the one time where I'm like, uh, maybe I will just go on a juice cleanse. <laughs> Does it count? That is horrific, and. Yeah, it feels it feels like a great way to curse a village. I yeah, 
I can't believe people think of this stuff. It hurts my soul. I, I, I feel like it's a skit in like Mad TV on Mad TV. That's got to be something. <laughs> Michael, That's you crazy. seem like the kind of guy who would have had a subscription to Mad Magazine like back in the day. Um, actually, as a, a up until like uh, last year, I think we still were getting it. That's fucking hilarious. I think they canceled it finally, right? Uh, I don't know. I I know I, I canceled hit. mine. I thought it got new owners, so they were keeping it. I mean, I could think be I've, wrong. I think I've seen them floating around. I I don't know. I don't go to I, Barnes and Noble anymore. I know the last one that I had seen, at least in our house, was like Trumpzilla or some shit. Was the cover of it? <laughs> All right. Um. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd watch that movie. I just remember when the uh, prequels for Star Wars were coming out. All the parodies, you know. You got the one guy who's heads a banana peel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um I got nothing. I, I kinda <laughs> missed the show. I did just see an ad, uh like a trailer or teaser no. or whatever for a TV show with um um the big dude, the big not muscle dude, uh from from Mad T V and like he's like okay. a star of some random sitcom or some shit now. I loved that. I like that better than SNL, honestly. Yeah. 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 In, li- in Living Color is still superior to both, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's just me. Is my audio going in and out for you guys? No. no. Okay. All right, he's, cool. He's, you're so worried. You're so worried. I'm so worried about it. He's just... It's like the... <laughs> like, before we got on, this is like the sixth time we've... He's like... He's just oh. like... You feel like a... You feel like... Oh God! You feel like a you feel like a needy. What the hell? You feel like a needy boyfriend is just like no seriously, honey. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is, is this is this sound okay? Is this are you okay? Do you want me to go slower, faster? Did you, what do you speak louder, what you deeper? What are you Did you do? Was that my headphones with that high pitch noise? Yeah, I heard oh. it. See, and that's why I got lucky that it must have been out of the right ear because I didn't have it. On. Yep. <laughs> Because I've 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 been asked that a few times because like I have decent Sennheisers that I that I wear when I record. Uh, I usually take my right ear off, and uh, people are like, "Why the hell do you do that?" I go, "Um, because it muffles my voice, and it's a lot easier." I I guess I'm just a slow person because <laughs> so, when I muffle my voice, it's hard to like not overthink, like if I'm saying something too loudly and it freaks me out. So. Your right ear, yeah. Oh, is he gonna switch him? No, oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was just gonna make a Vincent Van Gogh uh, joke, but uh, he did his left ear, so I was uh, I was trying to think in my head. I was like, wait a minute, don't know your left yeah. or right. It's the one that makes the L is your left. <laughs> I know, like that. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Uh, I I am in my thirties and I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not as often now, which is nice. <laughs> uh, I, guys, I don't know what's going on. I, I okay. actually, fucking accidental humble brag here. I've done a few streams lately. I don't know what I've talked about with who. Cause I know because you were talking on a stream last night about some stuff that you've talked with me about which is funny you're just like, i don't remember where i talked about this I, do, I have no idea bad <laughs> i was just like well and then it's also like because then we also do like preambles and shit before we yeah. start recording so i'm like did i say that off air or on air did we not talk? right right 
because uh, bear with me. If, if I've talked about this, please feel free to tell me to shut up. Um, I finally did something that I didn't think I'd do. And I'm sad that I did it. Uh oh. And pegging. It... <laughs> Damn it! I left that wide open for you. <laughs> um, so wide open. <laughs> just relax. Uh, I watched. I watched the Mark Hamill Child's Play. Oh. 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 Michael, I thought you were. Go- I thought you. I th- I thought you oversold how bad it was. <laughs> I'm at a point where I think you undersold how bad you say, it was. You say that every time like I bitch about a movie. Yeah. And then you come back and you're just like, you undersold it. I'm just like, I I, I feel so defeated sometimes at some of the yeah. movies that I think. I'm just like, I don't want to waste more energy trying to bitch about them. But God, that movie. Fucking Well, a. it's like, well, it was like, because... When when you bitched about it, you bitched about it coming from like a huge fan of the genre, like right the genre and, and the 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 and actual the literal, franchise itself, yeah, the actual storyline and stuff and, with um, Charles Lee Ray and everything like the they, amulet, they, and Shambhala. But <coughs> Ooh. so so you were bitching about just from like a lore standpoint. So it's yeah, like yeah, of yeah. course like oh, okay yeah that's I'm like yeah that'll be fun. They I couldn't get past the lore shit. Like come on and see <laughs> and then when I was doing it, it was when I was watching I go wow this isn't even just like they change it like they're not even like, doing a good job at changing mm. it like it's all really lame and, and so they did change it oh yeah they, they changed it completely the only thing that they kept the same were some. The, the boy's name, Andy's name, yep. uh, Chucky's Bud. name, and Andy's name. They actually just called him Buddy, name. right? The, the, buddy he like says he's idea. Chucky. He gives himself his own fucking name. By that the way, was annoying. in this movie, like, the kid says, you're, he says his name. I forget what he tries to call him, like, asshole or some shit like that. Yeah. And he just says, Chucky. I'm yeah, Chucky. It, it was and then so that's weird. it. That's how he fucking gets his name. Fuck you, movie. That's like the stupid. Like, no. What the it was fuck? Almo- it was almost as it was almost as good as when Han Solo got his name in his movie. Fucking hell. Um, so so we're already dealing with that, but it's essentially about a disgruntled a line worker, like warehouse worker, decides to like superpower <laughs> yeah. a chip. I told I told Hannah we were watching it. I go, oh my god. We're, this is small soldiers with a murder in it. Like, that's all it was. Murder they, and suicide. It was fucking crazy, dude. Because like, not only after he he unlocks the chip, basically, he gets rid of, like, basically, I robots that bitch, so he yep. has, like, free will. Uh, the, after he does that, then you just see him jump out the fucking window. It's like, so does he know what he did is, like, just going to completely, like, fuck a lot of people over or what? It was fucking crazy. And then there's like, um, so there's like, even just like on a, well, first of all, I think Mark Hamill did not do that great of a job as Chucky. It felt awkward no. and Uh-oh. it didn't sound right. He Especially, also like, and that song was really cringy. Which, which one? I'm the, trying to the, remember. Uh, uh, you're my buddy until the end. <clears throat> oh yeah. 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 That just felt really cringy. I, I remember then, they did a bunch of Tupac shit in there. Like, this is for Tupac. Tupac guy's so stupid. Now, but how did so he uh, differentiate from the Joker? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, tone-wise, it just, honestly, yeah. it just sounded like him. It, it just sounded like Mark. Doing well, it. Yeah. that's because when I hear him talk now, he sounds more like the Joker, and I don't know if it's from years of doing that voice <laughs> altering him. 
No, it it honestly just sounded more like because he kind of just sounded like disgruntled Luke Skywalker. Like it just sounded like Mark Hamill, and it was yeah. really it just didn't fit the character very well. And but then just even on like some weird technical stuff, like they gave Andy like these two friends, like this big fat white kid and uh, a ginger girl. And they're just like really annoying. It's like, man, they must have watched Stranger Stranger Things before they made this film. And then it was like, yeah. And even it just like been the way nice it shot. if this film was set in the eighties, then you know they couldn't cheat out on a bunch of Maybe. shit too. But it was like, even just like the way it was shot was like so fucking bad. Like everything is in like close ups and medium close ups. There's like the camera yeah. barely moves. Everything has crazy depth of field. It's like. It, you could tell somebody just finished film school and it was like they only had a case with like four lenses in it. And it was I really lame. I I refuse to go back and rewatch it to confirm that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just reading the box yeah. office reception. Um did I don't uh, think did it did. Did it even well. do good or no? I don't it think it did. It debuted at number two and then dropped 60 uh, 69% to 8th the fun next weekend yeah, 69 but debuted the number Good 2 nights. at what like what was in the theaters at that time you know Toy story 4 was number 1 yeah oh yeah Oof. that's right they were going against Oof, that because and i don't that... even think that was opening weekend they were out for a couple of weeks and they still couldn't beat them. Mm-hmm. damn well the nice thing is the original creator of child's play like the studio owns the child's play name but the original creator can still go and do his Chucky stuff that he's doing. And they're actually, if it ever gets done, supposed yeah. to be doing a Child's Play TV show based, like, in continuity with the rest of the movies. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I was wrong, by the way. It released with Toy Story 4 and Anna. Oh, fucking who even remembers Anna? I'd never even heard of it. <laughs> and Toy Story 4, the freaking last Jedi of the Toy Story franchise. That's always exciting. I got a quote here from Rolling Stone. Oh, God. About? uh, Child's Play. Oh, bring it. MIA is the original perverse originality in a misguided satire of the digital era and millennial consumerism. (laughs) Wow. That is. They gave it two out of five. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a hell of a vocabulary. Two out of five? Yeah. Good. It it deserves less. (laughs) Good. Well, I mean, my <laughs> score gave it a C plus, which sounds like you guys would give it way worse. I yeah, I'd probably I two two is generous. I'd probably go one point five. Um, Aubrey it's, Plaza is like not. She's just April yeah. Ludgate in this. Like it just it, it there's no acting. Like it just all felt yeah. like hollow <clears throat> jokes. It it was just really it was like just really juvenile. Not only like, that, really they stupid. pulled it. it granted it's a very like stereotypical thing to do but it i always looked at her relationship with whatever her boyfriend was mm-hmm. was like the one that eminem's mom had in the fucking eight mile with the uh zod um, oh, okay. michael shannon i think it is yeah 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 I can't believe you somehow snuck in a fucking Eminem reference when we're talking about fucking child's play. I mean, they put fucking Tupac in there. Why not? Shit. Okay. I, I fucking was, I sit corrected. He was busy with Venom. Oh. Venom. That movie sucked, too. Venom. I like Tom Hardy. I like Tom Hardy. So that, that song is so fucking catchy, but it's so, like not as 
anything on par to what fucking Eminem could do. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not going down that fucking rabbit <laughs> hole, but it's just so catchy. Like I I will sit there and sing the fuck out of that song, but I'm just like lyrically this song is ass. <laughs> it's fucking ass. <laughs> I will God, I haven't I haven't listened to a Eminem album. I I think pretty much I only listen to his songs nowadays if you just send me his music video and you're like, "Is this good?" <laughs> or like, "I think this is awesome." Bro, you listen to it. He, it's if it, the fucking chorus is venom, get him, chin him, get him, fuck him. It's like, oh my god, really? It's, I know he knows more words than that. Come on, lies. Don't, don't cast that on him like that. Anyways, yeah, I need a sound bite for that so I don't have to say it anymore. I'm. I don't know if I did. I watch anything else? Like, oh wait, 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 wait! Since you did talk about that, yeah. Five minutes of slashery. Oh shit! There we go. That's Killed it. him with a lawnmower, Michael, with Christmas lights, and oh, oh, and that's when I checked out. I forgot is when Dickhead fell off the ladder or the roof or whatever and broke his legs. Yeah. I go for how stupid and corny this film is. That was really horrifically gory, and I hate mm. this movie now. Because I saw not only I like, that, oh. uh, a fucking head ends up in a kid's room and they don't freak the fuck out. And they make it like a joke. Yeah. And like, like a severed head, too, I should say. Like, yeah, not just wrap, a head. Wrapped in like Christmas wrapping. No, they wrap it in the Christmas wrapping. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they then, put like a. Oh, God. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> and, and, they do know that dead bodies start to stink, don't they? I'm I, these filmmakers, dude, right? Like, it was blowing my it was blowing my mind, dude. And not only that, there's there's continually going to be blood running out of that head for quite some time because your brain has to dry out. That's so gross. Sorry. <laughs> Again, slashery. <laughs> and I'm just like I uh, yeah, like um, it, I really, there's so many things I could say about it. It's just really, it felt very cheap and very amateur. It was mm-hmm. like even just again the way it was shot felt so fucking lame, lazy, and generic. It hurt yeah. my soul. It it really did. It was bad. Yeah, it was it was, it was very bad. Well, well, um, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. <laughs> um, but. It was funny. I am probably going to be watching the Terminator franchise again because I listened Ooh. to, I listened to Critical Drinker and uh, Mahler talk for almost five fucking hours, of pretty much about the state of the Terminator franchise and like all much of just, them. Pretty much just talking about how Sarah fucking Connor? amazing the first two are, okay. and uh, they touch on the they touch on the uh, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles and like the other movies, but it was mostly. Just to praise how good the first two were, and then right. as, then they would get on small tangents about like how certain movies fucked up the lore in certain ways, and how it just kept getting progressively now, worse. I know, as far as I remember, Sarah Connor Chronicles is the best thing after T two for the Terminator franchise, as story wise. That's mm-hmm. what most people would consider. Um, I never really watched it. I I didn't. I remember when I first saw three. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit. I wasn't that. Which young, three? So. I mean, Dark Fate's three technically. So fair I mean, enough. Fair enough. Know. No, but literal Terminator <laughs> three. I remember really liking it the first time I saw it, 
yeah, but yeah. it was like instantaneously i'm like this is not as good like i could i could tell as i was watching i'm like this is just not as good as the other two right because it felt like a it felt like a like a kitty you know pg-13 like it's like if disney made a terminator three film, is what it three felt like. was the one like the one With thing christana loken she was yeah chick i got annoyed because they just like they could have brought freaking furlong back for that one. Oh yeah like why not i mean i know he was doing a lot of drugs and shit but that would have matched the guy was living on the fucking streets like <laughs> he was taking dog drugs come on oh my god now you also going to include the other terminator 3 the uh t2.5 battle across time what the fuck that was a ride wasn't it it was From but Universal. the video is uploaded somewhere for you to watch yeah i've heard yeah. i've heard that and like the video game is actually pretty good the ride was pretty fun i got to ride it before they took it out i believe they took it out finally um they they took it out like the year after i rode it which was pretty dope my brother just... got to go to it when they first opened it and he brought yeah. me back the t2 cup and i was like oh fuck yeah no, it's uh, it was interesting because I'm like T2 is like I I do not care. I think it's like one of the best sci-fi action films ever made. Mm-hmm. And uh, Salvation graphics. isn't Salvation mm-hmm. isn't bad. No, it's just it doesn't. It feels more like it, just like a war movie, right? It doesn't fit into the the rest of them. Every other one deals with some type of time travel. Yeah weird fucking multiverse bullshit. Well, stuff, pretty much so. it's all either it's all either erasing the original movies and just carbon copying them mm-hmm. or literally just rehashing it with a different set well, of characters. Well, now, Genesis, uh, whether you like it or not, that one doesn't try to rehash anything. It literally just creates an alternate universe, which they that's all they do with that one. Yeah, I was going to say. They're Chuck- not trying to sequelize the movies from that. It just creates an alternate world. Just- Terminator is the one time travel franchise where it just continually loops because – they're constantly changing the past, which is altering what happens. And it's like mm-hmm. one of those things where even though they rebooted, it still can be considered a sequel. It's just, I, I just, I think, I think the story got told so well. I just don't think anything was ever going to live up to it regardless. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what they took, what, almost 10, no, eight years. I want to say between the second and the third one that they did. Yeah. Now oh, salvation yeah. came out in like the two thousands. Mm hmm. And then Genesis was like 2013, I want to say, or 14. Oof, tell you in a I second. Couldn't even tell you. Genesis was 15. 15, yeah. okay. So that means Salvation yeah. was probably like 2002 or something. Right. Nine. Nine. Oh, God, really? Oh, that much that later? One? Terminator 3 was 2003. Oh, dang. Okay. So, yeah, it was God. almost like a decade after the first one then. Well, it was, no, be- it was the only over reason- a decade. Well, the only yeah. reason why I was thinking is because I was trying to figure out when Avatar came out, because that was when Sam Worthington was riding yeah. high, and he was in every fucking action thing that they could find. Well, um, yeah. Uh, it's, man, it's just, T2 is such good shit, and I'll recommend if anybody, if you watch it, watch the fucking direct, the director's cut, mm-hmm. um, because it has, it, it's weird, because this, this is where it's funny, because like, you wish you could pick and choose moments. Uh, to have like when you have those kind of cuts Mm -hmm. is that in the director's cut, there's a scene after they break out uh, Sarah from the insane asylum and Mm -hmm. uh, they're hiding out. So they're like pulling the bullets out of Arnie and uh, they're sewing up uh, Sarah's uh, cut wound that she had. 
and then halfway through, this is where they like dig into the Terminator's head and pull out his chip so he can start to learn. Yeah. And I'm like, that scene is awesome because then there's like, they take the chip, the operating chip out and Sarah was about to smash it with a hammer and uh, John was not having it. And yeah. I'm not talking about myself in the third person. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Although, and it was a, I mean, you know. Yeah. And it was a really cool scene where it was just like, you know, you're telling me I'm supposed to be this great leader. So maybe you should start to listen to me or something like that. And it right. was really, really cool. But then uh, there's a scene at the end. Um uh, you uh, after the T one thousand got all also La Vista babied and he comes yeah. back together. He's like grabbing railings and stuff and accidentally morphing into him, and he like and it's showing he can't control his like uh, morphing power stuff. Mm-hmm. There's the end where Sarah they're like looking for John and then Sarah comes out and she's like oh like help me help me and then the other Sarah yeah. steps behind him. I've always loved. The idea, because in the theatrical cut, she says, help me. And that's when John gets out of the way because he knows his mom would never ask for help. Mm. And I was like, that's a really cool character moment. But sadly, mm. in the director's cut, they 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 cut to a close-up of John. He looks down at Sarah's feet and can see that her feet are morphing into the grating. And that's how he tells which one's which. And I'm like, oh, that kind of... It kind of makes it too obvious, and I like right. the theatrical way because it makes yeah. John and like they make he makes a decision based on what we know about the characters, which I yeah. thought was really really cool. They're, so there's they're, a catch twenty two. They probably tried to make it too obvious because you know people are re- fucking retarded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what happened to the uh, people who did the visual effects on that film? Because I swear that liquid metal it's still better than some of the stuff we have today. It they always looks great. They all died well, after they saw X Men Origins. Well, no, lo- God, no kidding. I was, I was gonna tell people. I was like, I, I think it surprises me because, um, I think, I think why it really works is because again, this is something that CG artists are having an issue with, and I think it's more script and over reliance on it. Is that when CGI got used in a lot of these older films, they were put in a, in like a scene where. It was like usually really it was nighttime or there was a lot of lights going on and things Mm -hmm. that could distract you because like the liquid metal looks really dope because you're in the like iron mill and it's surrounded by, um, you know, orange and blues and smoke and all this stuff that can really distract you and and, uh, or even just like it's a simple like simple stuff when the liquid nitrogen and he melts back down into liquid and it all reforms. It's like, it's just a really easy, you put a light, make it look reflective. You know, you're not doing anything like overtly crazy. Uh, when he uh, hits his helmet on the uh, helicopter and then he like ooze more, like oozes into the cockpit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's at nighttime. You know, it's like you, you get away with a lot of stuff just because it's, it's nighttime and, and it, yeah. And you're just making yeah. it reflective. As long as you make it shiny, it's like, okay, yeah, I'll pass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit holds up, man. It's it's good shit. I I love that film. I fucking adore it. Shit holds up so much it makes a baby. (laughs) It looks like it (laughs) set a record for the most canceled projects too. Fucking hell, really? Terminator? The Salvation trilogy, Genesis trilogy, Genesis Connected TV series, and the Dark Fate is apparently trilogy is done. I wouldn't I think Salvation trilogy probably no. But a salvation-based 
TV show might have worked. Might have. They had a machinima series, but that's it. Didn't they do a cartoon, too? Because wasn't that what most of the action figures and shit were based on? Like the T2 car and all that shit like that? What? Um, Speaking of Terminator, did you guys see the new crossover going on in comics? What? No. Terminator Transformers. Really? Yeah, it's good. Second issue just dropped. I mean, wouldn't the T-1000 like instantly be a Transformer and automatically just kill him? Or is it not versus? Uh, kind of, sort of. You're gonna have to read it. Oh, <laughs> reading <laughs> for nerds. You know, Terminator Three is what made any film with a Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Now I have to listen to the commentary because he's just so bad. He all he does is point out the scenes, like in Terminator yeah. Three when yeah. that uh, he makes her breast huge to get out of a speeding ticket. He's oh look at that, her boobs got big. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's that's what I do when I watch it too. <laughs> the the best thing from the Terminator 3 movie itself f- for me for entertainment value anyways is the fucking deleted scene <laughs> where you fucking show me that it just I, it feels so it's so insane. corny and that's well that you see why it's a deleted scene yeah but I think it also would have fit that movie too tonally which I think is was, a sad thing to say yeah <laughs> but it is a funny it's, it's like, funny if it's like if they were just if they just made it as like a silly sketch yeah. for it I'm like yeah no absolutely it's fucking hilarious it seems like yeah. something that would have been like an SNL sketch or some bullshit like yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it really feels on par with um like the the Kylo Ren undercover boss thing. That's yeah. kind of what it felt like. So for people that don't know what it is, it's a uh, um, Arnold is a scientist. Yes. In the in the in this deleted scene, um, but his voice is very like uh, yokely. I guess I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you'd say it. Like he sounds I, I like a Beverly Hills Billy kind of character. Um, and then he's designing the the robot the terminator is gonna look like him except they're like well we don't like the voice so there's like this other small little dude over there with arnold's voice and then you just (laughs) put it together that's how you get it yeah because it's like he's all like the arnold arnold Schwarzenegger is like dressed up hey in, y'all in his military gear <laughs> yeah. and it looks like him and then they dub over his voice like yeah everybody this is what and it's like oh it my god kind of reminds me of the scene from uh jurassic park with the little uh dna guy oh my god thing like hey guys this is what we're gonna do today and his voice Dino cracks DNA. and shit <laughs> yeah <Dino>. so <laughs> i can't find a terminator cartoon or you might be confusing it with the robocop Maybe. Mm. I know the mask had a cartoon, yeah. um, like Jim Carrey's mask and yeah. Ace Ventura and shit. I just mm-hmm. figured everything had a cartoon back then. Um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of everything that had a cartoon, mm. I might have to I might have to dip here in a second and leave you two to go for, for a minute. Um, oh, I, wanted right. to... I got news that I'm excited to share with John. All right. Oh, well, shit. I, well, I want to get into this one real, real quick. So we'll, we'll play this little thing here. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What are those? Um, so They're Teenage Mutant Turtles are doing the last Ronin comic series, John. That, I don't know if you've heard of this. I, uh, I have heard about it. I don't know anything okay. about it. I know Tivis has. It's going to be yeah, a five. Everywhere. Yeah. It's going to be a five-issue miniseries that is done by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Ooh. And two others, uh, Andy Kuhn and Tom 
Kun, 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 I don't know, Khan maybe, and Tom Waltz. Um, I thought all those words were offensive. Right. I just, I just don't <laughs> even know. Uh, and it's uh, supposed to be, it's supposed to be based from like an '87 storyline that the creators uh, originally had done, but they never put it out or did it like completed it or anything like that. Um, it gets released in August. So about a month from today's date. So it's August 17th, I believe it is. And uh, it's based around three of the four turtles are dead. Oh, and geez. the one turtle that's left, it has all their weapons. And he's like completely doing revenge mode and going out and killing everybody um, in revenge for his brothers. Hence the name Last Ronin. Uh, they have not the- yet issued who the last ronin turtle is at least to to my knowledge um i saw some shit on twitter but i was like i'm not gonna listen to twitter it's like i i literally am looking at fandom websites and idw website and they have yet to announce it on there so uh it's up in the air as to which turtle it could be um I say it best not be raf because that would be too easy too too much easy yeah i Uh, i I think what? I, I agree with your choice. What you yeah, uh, my choice is Mikey. It would be the greatest, like the best, like character swap, tone shift, and everything yeah. for him. After he sees like his three brothers get killed, and him being more of the goofy guy already, that like pushes him over the edge finally. And you get to see a more serious tone Mikey version, which would be pretty dope. Pretty pretty much, I figure either Michelangelo or Donatello would work. I think yeah. Mikey feels like the the more obvious choice, but I think and if also they went... it, well because it's the weapons too. Yeah, you, you not only get to symbolize it in their personality, but like you have these two characters who had a more uh, like blunt weapon yeah. that wasn't necessarily as deadly. So to see him then like pick up swords and mm-hmm. like maybe even use size and stuff could be really symbolic and like. Right. It would just be really interesting that way. And, uh, yeah, I could totally see that being, like, a really, like, a nice, like, character arc for him yeah. where just you watch the descent into, and I mean, kind of like Hawkeye, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Endgame. And I love the fact that it's only five issues, so I don't have to read, like, a hundred issues of this series to get the full story and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be pretty dope. I, I love the fact that the comics still st- – still do darker shit with even the turtles and everything, no matter who owns this stuff, which is really cool. Um, they don't try to, to do a whole lot of, um, like what Marvel does with snowflake. I think you, you told me about or some oh, shit. safe space. And yeah, snowflake. yeah. Have you, did you know, do you know about, it was funny that you brought that up. Cause I was like, have you ever heard of snow flame? No. Uh, no. He is a superhero who gets his power from cocaine. <laughs> I guess no, that's not a, right. That's not real, is it? It's absolutely real, and I believe he like right. either worked or fought against the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, I kind of want to read these comic books now. Well, okay, so I just wanted to share that bit of news with you, anyways, for the turtles. So here's that. Not for that. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. There's also Turtle that power. new movie they're working on. Yes, they're going to be actually doing an animated film uh, coming soon. It's not, I don't believe it's a sequel, though, to the 2007 one. So, I'm not sure what their what their plans are with that or anything like that. So, we'll see. 
Wonder if they bring Kevin Smith back as the stupid chef. <laughs> um, Kevin Smith's all over the place these days. Yeah, yeah. he's 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 doing some uh, show like celebrity uh, kickoff show or some shit right now oh, where they do shorts yeah. and stuff in their house. Um, it's like celebrity show off or something. Yeah, like celebrity show off because it's uh, what uh, Ja Rule's on it and. I guess murder. Um, who who? Uh, 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 you can do it. Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Bruce Hard. Willis. Bruce Willis's daughters are on it, or they were on it. I'm not sure who's been um, kicked off yet or not, because it's like a voting show. But <laughs> I, I actually find it fun. It's like horrible, like like Kevin Smith's skits that he's doing. Like the only reason he's staying on there is because he has a cult following. They're voting yeah. for him. But they're, like, so bad and so cheesy. But it's like, hey, celebrities found what YouTube is, and they're making a lot of money from it with a real show. Okay. So they're basically just doing YouTube videos. Yeah, Yeah, we watched one the other night. It's like him versus his uh, stepson or whatever, but they're not even engaged. Uh, So you were were saying... That you had news for me? I got to hear I do, but real quick, going back to that new animated movie, it's being uh, developed with Point Grey Pictures, you know, Seth Rogen's company. Oh, yeah. Uh, Evan Goldberg and James Weaver are producing. Jeff Rowe from Gravity Falls is directing. And Brendan O'Neill will be doing the screenplay. O'Brien. Brendan O'Brien. That seems like a pretty good lineup there. Uh, Yeah, so... Jake Cassadant, I think that's how you pronounce it, he was talking yesterday, and he confirmed a movie that is coming out from Disney. Uh, No, not Disney. It just got the rock in it, so I assume it's Disney automatically. (laughs) Uh, Jumanji. Wait, what? They're doing another Jumanji. That can't, like, like like a third one for the Welcome to the Jungle stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that would make sense. I thought you were like trying to tell me they were going to reboot it again. No, no, no. Oh, that would have hurt my soul. No, but I did listen to your guys' talk about <laughs> the movies and how you like them so much. Yeah. Oh, I I, I think the first one's oh, fucking wait. a masterpiece. You sound robotic. Oh, excuse me. Um, uh, let me. Um, the first one, the the first one I consider a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle, I just... It felt like a cool concept, but, like, I think it was held back because it was trying to make too many references to the original. Like, I think if it had just been its own thing, like a video game that sucked it... You know, just kind of like how Zathura was kind of its own thing. Yeah. I think if they'd have done something more akin to that, I think it would have been better. Um, I mean, but like I said, they're just silly action rock movies and i haven't seen the second one yet but i've heard that one has a little more like substance and a little bit more like i don't know like humanity in it that makes it a little more enjoyable so i might watch it eventually but man i just after rewatching the first one it just kind of hurt to watch <laughs> to watch the new ones immediately after yeah i can get that we just actually saw the the third you might i'm tired of I know, right? They're, these may have be a rebooted, but they're still part of the same franchise. Stop, stop, stop calling them one, two, and three. <laughs> it's it's very it's very difficult. 
I suddenly lost the ability to talk there. Uh, but no, we just watched uh, Jumanji three, and uh, we we really enjoyed it. I heard I heard I heard good things. I mean, like kind of adding the older the older characters to kind of switch it up a little bit. I was like, oh no, that's clever. To it's like a good way to just tack on to the to the world that you built. So that's always a good thing. Again, that's that's something I think sequels just haven't been very good at lately. Is like they forget that they it's like they forget about the movies that came before them, and instead of building on the established elements and characters and motivations and things, they literally just make their own film and then assume just references to the thing before. Is yeah, is what are we talking thing. about? Jumanji uh, four, five. Of, <laughs> four yeah, and five. Four. Holy fuck! Well, <laughs> I count this <Zisara>, also. <laughs> Oh. No, he's saying uh, apparently there's gonna they're gonna go ahead with the third one in the Welcome to the Jungle uh, Jumanji okay. series, which I fig- you know I figured it, they'd make money, so you know, yeah, not um, surprised. People do forget though there was a Jumanji cartoon, and I'd like to yeah, revisit that. I did that. forget about I did forget about that. I, by the way. I actually have it on DVD, the whole series. I don't oh, think it's many know. episodes. But I would like to revisit it to see if any of the lore in that has been put into the Jumanji itself, the the the, the movies. Hmm. Hmm. That would be interesting. I need to buy Sathura. Sathura is so good. Every like, time yeah. we talk about Jumanji, I always forget yeah, how yeah, much yeah. I enjoyed that film. I want to buy that on on Blu-ray because I only have it on DVD. Um, there's a bunch of shit though I I need to go out and get because I'm like. What what are we not gonna be able to get later? <laughs> so, yeah. like Nick already told me, she's like, "Look, if you want Tropic Thunder on Blu-ray, just get it." So, oh yeah. Like uh, we woke up I one did. morning. We woke up one morning. And I think it was like they had pulled some some of the episodes of Scrubs, and she's like, "Look, yep. if you want that, you better get it now." Because we that's the only one. For some reason, we don't have that on Blu-ray. I don't even know. if I think we just have like a digital version of it or some shit. Yeah, we're trying See? to fly through. Do they yeah. have a Blu-ray? Because I know a lot of the way they film the early stuff, they weren't For... able to convert it properly. Oh, you mean Scrubs? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if there's a Blu-ray version of that. I was talking more so uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, oh. You can get Tropic Thunder right now on Blu-ray for like 10 bucks, I think, on Amazon or 9 bucks or some shit. Yeah. It's... Get, um... get it before they take it and make it $100 on eBay. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. It's crazy. But, Speaking uh, of, holy oh. shit, inflation, dude, like... Um, this is a completely derail, and we'll go right back. There's this camera. Uh, it's like kind of like a GoPro camera, but you just sit it up in one spot, and it has like multiple angles it automatically takes, and you control it with your phone. Right? Okay. This thing sells for like three hundred bucks. No, it was two three ninety nine. So it's four hundred bucks if you got it at the store or something. And I went through, and you can't find it at the store now. And this t- camera just came out this fucking year. Hmm. My buddy told me about it. He saw. He said he saw it at Best Buy. He said he saw one left, and he's going to get it because he's going to use it for um, live streaming so he can do multiple angles and just have one camera to worry about. Huh. Um, and it's really cool. I, I've never seen something like that. And I looked into it. You cannot buy this camera anywhere unless you – Get it on um, eBay, but they have it for like eight, nine, a thousand dollars. Damn. Amazon, I think it's like at eight hundred, and then you can get a refurbished version for like two ninety nine. 
But then I was like, well, the company discontinued this bitch. So how long until the app stops working? Because you need the app to yeah. use the camera. So the inflation, like, or not the inflation, the, the prices are just going up on those cameras. But I'm like, people are going to spend that much money. Like I told dude, I was like, look, don't buy that camera for, you know, 400 bucks because the app is going to be outdated in like a month and you're not going to be able to use it. Or your new iPhone won't be able to use it or iPad or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, reverse back. <laughs> oh, I only got one other thing. So it. Okay. This one actually is a Disney film. Uh, uh -oh. Reportedly, Tron 3 is in the works again. With? Star allegedly starring Jared Leto. With Daft Punk returning to do the soundtrack. So that's kind of cool. Uh, big who cares? <laughs> I didn't... I. I thought I thought Tron Legacy like looked really cool and had a lot of potential and I feel like they just kind of I'm only in interested I'm only interested for the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that the Legacy was just like it was prettyish, I guess, but the story lacked a lot yeah. a lot. And unless I, they're going to continue that story, what's the fucking point? I mean, I guess they could try and reboot it and maybe hopefully have a better story. Because the world of Tron is cool. Like, the game, the John, game shit. And... you're talking Disney. They're not going to try and reboot it. They're just going to continue. And they're probably going to be like, well, Jared Leto is the character from the last movie, just a little older. He's actually the Joker, actually. Right? You like that, right? <gasps> Suicide Squad was no. all in Tron. No, don't do it. <laughs> Damn it. What have we done? <laughs> brought this on myself <laughs> they didn't tron not have a speaking role in the last film he did he did okay it's been a well, while no, no. only saw it once yeah <laughs> yeah they 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 gave the yeah he spoke because okay. it was just uh, jeff bridges more more screen time for him right yeah yeah because yeah, it was just, the younger I... version of him it was when they first did the younger cg shit on him yeah mm. i I just remember being extremely bored in the theater when I watched it. Uh, I was just like, there was a lot of cool moments where I'm like, ooh, that was that was cool. That was pretty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, now we're having an exposition dump with Jeff Bridges. I'm like, I'm like, why is the Obi-Wan the dude telling me? And it's like they make it such a fucking point that they have to get to the like center of the world, yet they have a fucking bridge train thingy that goes straight to it. Like, come on. Ugh, stupid, stupid film. I never saw the original, sadly. So Did somebody take a poop? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. What were you saying? Uh, well, that just, uh, I shouldn't put this together, but it jogged my memory about an album I know coming out, too. Uh -oh. um, the Dalai Lama's putting out an album. Wait, like <laughs> what? Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, is that the name of a band or like no, the actual... No, the, the Dalai Lama. Okay. That's... Okay. I mean, he's rapping, right? No, it's it's a bunch of uh, chants and... Uh, Throat singing and shit. Blessings and stuff, but... <laughs> I, I don't know why. I'm not going to... I don't know why I did that. That was racist. I'm sorry. John. No, I completely... I don't know what the music is. Oh. Yeah, no. Legacy was the only Tron I've seen on it in... I'm sad about that. The first one's, I mean, it's really rough it's, now, yeah. especially. Um, the most I know of it is the Kingdom Hearts connection. 
Mm. Honestly, the Tron movies, all of them are just kind of eh. They're, yeah. They're just kind of... The first one was liked just because nobody's seen anything like that yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was really interesting. Like, now it's laughable. But if you can get it... If you can start it with the context of, like, this was, like, really, really amazing for its time, like, you can get through it and just kind of laugh at everything. Because it is interesting how they did a lot of the stuff, but... Yeah, the storyline's so fucking weak. You know, it's, it's hard to be memorable. Lawnmower Man is better. <laughs> I, this, yeah. um, I'll just watch VR Troopers. But since we have, we, like, uh, I mean, VR. we have Ready Player One that came out recently. Like, why? Why? Like, Tron is nothing compared to that shit. Not that know. Ready Player One was, like, so great, but yeah, at I, least I've it was a book. fun nostalgia kick. I've heard the book is better. I'd be curious to oh, the book the book. Yeah, I've heard it was really like a ton better. Yeah, um, I just but... I started to I the Ready Player One I I saw in theaters. I think I went with my mom, mm. and uh, it was one of those things where it was like I remember watching it. and I was like, oh, this is like really pretty, and I like the concept and like the world and stuff. I the again the storyline is just really fucking forgettable. Like I just I just don't there nothing really sticks out for me, but like. Like, little moments are really cool. Like, I did enjoy the Shining thing. Like, I enjoyed the big battle at the end, looking for references. But for the most part, it was like, if there wasn't a ton of references, I probably wouldn't have given a shit about this film. But, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're getting a sequel, so I'm curious to see how that works. Ready Player Two, I think is literally what they're going to call it. Does it make sense? But, yeah. (laughs) But, okay. I just like the Spartans from Halo and the Gundam. There you go. It would be just nice if they could just make a movie and that's it. Like even these fucking rumors that they want to put a uh, 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 Phoenix's Joker in Pattinson's yeah. Batman. I'm just like, just no, Leave just it let it be a fucking standalone movie by itself. Yeah. That's it. We don't need it anywhere else. Oh, the outcry from people when they announced a sequel was not great. If they include him in yeah. other films. Yeah. They just, it, they don't I think need... people just forget. It's like, they like, they're like, oh, you still have your other. I'm like, yeah, but it's just, it really can potentially sour, right? Like, the other one, it could really just, it could really just under undervalue the the what came before it just by like going, oh, you see this thing, and then they like change up specific things, and then you're just gonna go back and you'll never look at the first yeah. one the same again. It really yeah. does taint it sometimes. Hey, look, here is Chris. So oh. Chris is with us now too. Tivis, you get Holy to meet Chris. Who? Chris Knight. Everybody hates Chris. What a great show. The Chris Knight. Look at oh, Can't hear him. It's the Terminator. Oh. Dun, yes. dun, 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 dun. There you go. Sorry, guys. Oh, wait, we gotta play his intro too, are, right? Are, right? Are those the hangover shades? No. <laughs> here's here's Chris's intro. Uh oh. I no. Is that like the start of a porno? What was I that? I think that, that, that went through the wrong side. <laughs> You're not. Uh, uh, what was that? <laughs> I was making a joke because usually I'm only on here with Kenny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Chris, this is uh, Tivis, the uh, Vince McMahon doll right here, mm-hmm. if anyone can yeah. see. I don't even know how you guys see me. I'm on top of him in my view, and John's what? beside me. That sounds hot. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> You're what? <laughs> oh my god you must have <laughs> your shirt is fucking green screened out chris and it's hilarious 
This right here, yeah. He's got green boobies. Ah, I'm shot. He's got two green screen nipples. I forgot. I had to run to work today because some shit went down there and. uh, Like literally ran? That's too hot. Don't do that. Well, you know. Don't fucking give me it's too hot up there, you bitches. Whatever. Florida's stupid. Just just because you live in swampland doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Oh, shit. So what's going on, buddy? I don't know. After last night, you know, my mother's uh, a pipe under her sink burst. I had to go fix that last night. And then <laughs> this morning, uh, some other stuff went down at work. It's like, you know, I just wish once in my life that things were an emergency. Like, can can it be something that I know about and it can wait twenty four hours? Well, it, that's kind of the thing. It's like, can can I just get something that okay yeah yeah i'll i'll be there tomorrow i'm at work tomorrow guys i'll be there no yeah i gotta call hey we need you to come (laughs) now oh like you know yeah (laughs) i've been hit with that three or four times and apparently every single time you hear that sound it means somebody took a poop and that's that's tivis's fault you'll get the context if you ever listen to the first like minute (laughs) of this fucking stupid stream well, well, I guess because uh, uh, Tivis, you gotta get going soon, right? Uh, yeah, about half an hour or so. Okay, so let's dive into something that I'm very sort of passionate about. Kind of sort of passionate. And uh, yeah, kind of sort of. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yes. Space, mm. a final frontier. These then, are the voyages of the Starship yeah. Enterprise and its five-year mission to explore new worlds. <laughs> You're so, all fucking nerds. CBS dropped their trailer for yeah lower pecs. I mean, decks. Whatever. Rick and Morty point uh, two point Final Ooh, space ripoff. <laughs> Final space is so good. By the way, you guys should check it out. Um. I, uh, yeah, as as the guy who's the least not, Trekkie. Yeah, well, I no, Tivis, you don't watch Trek, do you? I tried to catch up, but no. Okay. Okay. So, like me, kind of being on the outside, um, I'm like, I'm watching this trailer. And I go, "There's nothing Star Trek about this." I'm like, "This is very." It just feels like Rick and Morty, and it's like, I mean, they I go, have the 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 Star Trek suits. They got the the ship. Yeah, the yeah. phasers. They got they got all the they they got the words. Um, I I would just say if the it, aliens, if it, if it didn't have the Star Trek packaging, I I'm sure this would be fine. And again, no. it just feels like it feels like something that's just kind of it feels like this weird amalgamation of other stuff that they're just cramming together because it's popular. Right. It just looks stupid, <laughs> but I don't know. It could be funny. But I I I'd probably not gonna care enough. To yeah. Check it out. But what's it's, it feel like to, to see something new in the Star Trek uh, franchise? That feel good, right? Something new, shiny and new. How how so? It's not Listen, really. I mean, Star Trek has done cartoons before. Well, thank you, but not so, as spectacular as this one, right? I mean, Kirk didn't have his dick hanging out, and <laughs> at least not on screen that, that we know of. <laughs> not, not on screen, sir. Oh, so 
I'd like to hear your thoughts, Chris, because I know you you said you're in the trek too, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I watched about ten seconds of it, turned it, and clicked, <laughs> cut it out. And said nope, 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 nope. I haven't even watched Picard yet. I haven't watched Discovery yet because no. everything I heard, and I mean, I and I and I know that that's not really what I should do. I should probably go back and at least try, try. Yeah. But when I got f- friends of mine who are real trickies too, and they're mm-hmm. telling me no, no, my time is valuable. <laughs> Picard is so hit or miss. Like they'll have something good one episode, and then the the next two episodes yeah. is just like what the fuck, dude. Yeah, and. You know, I was also told, you know, because I, I wondered because it's on CBS on their mm. streaming service. Um, I had heard, you know, it's got language and stuff. I'm like, so I said, well, yeah. was it the language? Is that too harsh? And they said, no. So it's not the language. It's just, it's, it's not Star Trek. Tone shift. The, the tone yeah. is odd. Um, which, yeah, it's, it's odd. I just wonder what uh, Roddenberry's was- kid is... Uh, is thinking because you know he's behind all of it too well his name is attached to it so the more i read into it is is that he's more just there because of the name okay and he he doesn't really have much well i've seen him in interviews like defending everything yeah but i think he's kind of required to i don't know he's ray fishering it (laughs) dark fate and genesis i'm just throwing that out there yeah 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 Yeah. but uh They love think, to do the Ray Fisher. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, you you know, I've heard they've fired a bunch of people who are actually experienced Star Trek writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that any time that somebody goes and tries to pitch them an idea, they basically say, nope, I'm going to do it that way. We, we have a plan. Yeah. And, I know they got one of the writers from, I think it was next gen is coming on to picard season two that sounded bad in my head he's Mm -hmm. coming to write on season two of picard um so maybe he can bring something but like i said picard was hit or miss it just depended on what part of the story you were paying attention to for me the the biggest and best takeaway was the actual closure that they give to data's character Mm -hmm. because he got fucked in the movie and that was always That's like my hot. biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> what um, scene was that? Uh, it was in the not um, the one you're thinking, John. Oh, my bad. That's the bootleg version. Got it. I had to go. I had to walk go, through the beads into go the back through, room to find that scene. Go Got through it. and watch the Orville uh, season two, where the robot gets laid, and just pretend that was Data. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Sold. That's the thing right there. Now, Any time that you have. A franchise as loved and as storied as Star Trek was, mm-hmm. so much so that when you start fucking it up, that somebody else goes and begins another series to parody the crap you're doing, but then realizes because of their viewership and because the people who write him and say, "Man, I love your show," mm-hmm. that he could actually take that show and he's kind of not taking all the comedy out of it, but he's kind of made it more serious with yeah. comedy and made what people want. Right. How, how bad is that when you have That's, screwed up a franchise so much that somebody goes and does that? The funny thing too, is there's so many, there are so many Trekkies or 
anybody who likes Shrek, um, that have gone to the Orville and been like, this is Shrek. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. Even the first season where there were more butt and fart jokes and shit like mm-hmm. that, it was still the, the essence of how you would watch a Trek episode was there. And it's crazy because he wanted to do a Star Trek show mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let him. Exactly. That's it, what I'm talking about. So it's well, like, think, and, if on, I, like and, if, and if I, rem- if I remember correctly, like that was why the season, the second season's feeling a little bit more mature and grounded because the first mm-hmm. season he he had quotas he had to hit for jokes. Yeah. Like, he had stuff, and he wasn't super happy about it. Or when he did, he put him in – he made him really blatant and really dumb. Yeah. So that – so essentially trying to get them to leave him alone for the next season, which yeah. I, found, he, I found interesting. The first season was his test season to get past all of the bullshit, like copyright yeah. and all that crap like that. Like, it, it's marked as parody. No matter how serious it gets, it's still yeah. going to be a parody show now. And Which wanted awesome. to prove that the concept would work too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been dying to watch it. I just, oh. I'm like you. I haven't watched it yet, but I, everything I hear is really good. Oh, it's Except, really good. I, I know some people tell me you know the first season's tough, but I think it's because if it has some blatant, like just abnormal yeah. placement of humor, fine. I understand that. But I, when I first saw it, because for years I'd been following a development of the Galaxy Quest TV oh, series. And I, when I started hearing about the Orville, I wondered, because at the same time, I stopped hearing about the Galaxy Quest one. I wondered if it had morphed into something else. And then as I read more, I found out what was going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, when you screw something up so much, I mean, uh, what is it? I can't remember the, uh, the site. But there's a website that does Doctor Who episodes now or they have for a while that does it with uh shoot i think it's one of the original like five or six doctors talking about big finish yes thank you big finish um they're they're basically doing Uh, from what i've heard and i have not watched it uh they're they're doing doctor who like doctor who should be done oh they have phenomenal writers i can't yeah so i mean it's it's funny because you see a lot of fan shit being made all the time that's better than the shit these studios yeah. are putting out there million dollar episodes or more I, even uh with star trek i know for sure so uh i know that jj abrams had problems with the movies because two people hold the license is that just the movies or does that also apply to the tv show i believe that's just the movies okay yeah yeah yeah, because that that's why they're not like supposed to do the Kelvin timeline, I think, in TV uh-huh. at the moment. Otherwise, mm-hmm. that's probably what Discovery sh- would have been. It should have been just to like keep shit separated a little bit. But Discovery's over now, isn't it? No, season three drops um, okay. around Christmas time, I think. Well, then they, they really should consider a way to figure out how to do that. Because if, if something like that fixes issues not all but some season three jumps 900 years into the future oh, Jesus! <laughs> so they're going in the last episode of discovery season two they jumped into the future to get the ship out of that timeline so now they're in 900 years into the future which i think they're going based off a couple of the books where the federation has like fallen apart and shit like that there's no more starfleet and stuff so they're gonna be like 
the ones from the past that helped build it back up or some bullshit. I'm not sure exactly if that's the storyline they're going with, but that's what they did in some of the novels that they had done, mm-hmm. which would be yeah. cool. However, the the tone that they've already set is just, eh, I don't know. And so, since, since you're getting a third season, I want you to know that I can make fun of you and Hannah now because I, I, I put out something after I watched the trailer for Lower Decks or whatever, and... And then it got turned around and st- people started talking about Star, Ch- uh, Star Trek Discovery. Hannah comes running in and goes, I did not realize that Star Trek Discovery, that's, their acronym is STD. <laughs> and I go, yeah, how did you not notice that? She goes, I don't know. I, didn't, I just didn't think about it. And I go, oh, man. Yeah. You got me with that, too. And I was just like, what, what, what? It blows my mind. I was like, how'd you guys not notice that? Especially yeah. like now, like in the day and age where we like acronym everything, like Lord of the Rings is L O T R and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And K O T B and all that shit or KOTOR. I, I still have to Google a lot of those too, though, because I'm just like, what the fuck are they talking about? That's just a bunch of leathers. Try and join okay, the ABC bo- Club. Calm down, Boomer. Oh, wait. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I see the uh, oh, Captain Pike show got a new name. Did it. Pike what was, was what are they calling right? that one? I don't a remember. Strange New Worlds. That's what uh, it is. Strange New Worlds. Okay. Which sure. that's the one that I was telling you about, John, where they were talking about like having Kirk show up for a bisexual thing. I'm like, he's not bisexual. He's pansexual. You dumbasses, get right. He'll fuck anything that moves. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, it's it's one of those things. Like I saw the. The trailer for I've watched that the trailer for Lower Decks about five times now, Ugh. just to see if there's anything, and there might be something, but I I doubt that they're gonna focus on the more serious aspect that I saw in the trailer. Anyways, there was like one little spot where I was like, okay, this could be a serious storyline, and they're just using the humor to get dumb people in to watch the show. How dare maybe. You. I'm still pissed off because I wish it was a cartoon for kids to bring kids into the Trek universe to, to, to try and grab younger audiences and stuff. That's how you use that cartoon. That's how you should use it anyways. Not to pander to like millennials that can't fucking understand the story. Hey, <laughs> hey Con, you, you sound like an 80 year old man right now. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so old. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. I, again, I just Come think on. DS9 has some of the most compelling stories in the Star Trek universe. And people do not like it's like one of the most underrated stre- Trek shows besides Enterprise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it's just it's it's going to suffer from the same. It's like, who is your audience? Like, like and you can again, mm. it, it's hard not to watch that and and bring up Rick and Morty. Like, it's just hard not to make the comparison. If you watch Final Space, you'll see a lot more comparison with Final Space. Oh, yeah. Well, but, like, either way, I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, it just seems like a strange thing to do with Star Trek. Like, that's the, I think that's the biggest issue that everybody has. It's like, yeah, this could probably be good, but we're not, it just seems out of place. That is a most illogical attitude. (laughs) <laughs> but i mean until until you see it it's just like i don't know like it, it might yeah. be good it might not but i just i think i think they don't know who they're aiming for and that's gonna be their potential problem so yeah that's kind of where i'm at with it 
I don't think it, it doesn't look yeah. like the worst thing ever. It just looks really, I don't know, just out of place. If they really wanted to go Rick and Morty, couldn't they have just used Q? Yeah, yeah. that would have been interesting, actually. I, I just want them to use Q in anything fucking yeah, oh, that they're God, doing. Yeah. I thought you didn't like alphabets. <laughs> and I called them alphabets. They're letters, by the way. I'm a fucking hell. <laughs> God damn it. Guys, I'm tired. Guys, I'm tired. I well, that's because you were up till whatever time last night. <laughs> I think it was like 3.15 we ended did, that stream, dude. Did it they like keep bragging hours. on you? No. Uh, once once I once I came back, it was fine. It was... Uh, it was it was fun. It was it was fun. Oh, Robert's a good guy. It's just you and I have the same effect on Robert. We say stuff and he just loses his shit. I have the effect on <laughs> I have that effect on everyone, my dude. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, we ended up. Uh, God, it just evolved into madness. Terrence was trying to get us to uh, stay up for a ten hour. I'm like, fuck that. I gotta be up. <laughs> I gotta be up for this one. And uh, yeah, yeah, so I ended up going to bed at like God, probably four thirty last night. It was. Tivis, you one. need to get on some of that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy. Your your wife would yell at you even more. <laughs> but she doesn't yell at me. Oh, <laughs> I mean, she didn't want you to do the one with uh um She'll browbeat you. Oh uh, well Amelia. No. <laughs> She's just overprotective. Amelia <laughs> I was like, Amelia. <laughs> Don't feel bad about saying alphabets earlier, because I call I as a joke. I started calling vampires Dracula's to piss off a friend of mine, and now it's become <laughs> part of my vocabulary. <laughs> oh man, how do you? Well, how do you I mean, well, I call I call Canada Canadia, Canadia. Yes, it's Canadia. Well, so it's, it's Canadia we're... Dry. Is that the drink? Yeah. Canadia well, dry? it's because we're not we're supposed to we're not supposed to respect any of those people up the north. <laughs> eh? K B C D. Oh, that's just that's just mean. That's that's uh, culturalist. I don't know. It, it's some kind of ism. Well, of I'm course sure. it is. You should know. Oh man. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Oh man. Uh, Boys, uh, my my brain is pudding, so I need I need you guys to to, to pudding, carry me across. Pudding. Oh. Apparently, up, there's pudding? a new uh, no. Dracula. What about Dracula? Apparently, there's a new one from Bloomhouse. How many made. fucking Dracula shit am I gonna have to watch? See, I don't. Didn't Netflix just didn't like BBC and Netflix? BBC just Netflix did a, a three part series, which the first two are dope. The the third one was just what the fuck. Well, they had to are bring it into the present time. It was stupid. Oh my it's... god! Is there really two people on this fucking panel with soundboards? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm fucking lose my penis. I could play stuff too, but only I hear it. <laughs> oh god! Oh my soul! It's the return of the dark universe. The <laughs> return. Of the return of the dark universe for the Dracula film Jesus. from Blue Mouse. No, no, I was making a joke because oh, they just okay. did the Invisible Man. Yeah, the yeah. Invisible Man movie is well, dope, man. Yeah, I liked it. Um, so that was all. Universal Pictures originally, and they started yeah. it with the uh, the mum. I know, actually, they started it before the Mummy. Yeah, the Dracula Returns or whatever. Yeah, the Dracula, Dracula Untold. Untold. That's it. Yeah. Which wasn't. I don't know. I didn't mind it. Just I don't think it fits in that that lore. But I guess they were hoping it, and it kind of fell flat. Then they tried again with the Mummy, which introduced mm. Doctor Jekyll, or yeah, Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. 
And Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And they tried to throw in just about every reference to all the other ones in that movie, which totally <laughs> screwed the movie. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man. when that movie flopped, they took all their other ones and they sold them off to lower, smaller studios. Mm-hmm. And so The Invisible Man, though, I think shows that with thought you can tell a different story because originally the original one is told from the doctor's side of it. Yeah. And this one is told from somebody other. And I I liked that concept. Which it's kind of like, like that's what they did with hollow man though, was they told it from the uh, perspective of everyone else, but him, I think. Hmm. So, um, yeah, seeing oh my god, I gotta go rewatch that movie because I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. It was so good. What? Uh, the Invisible Man movie. I've got it. Um, Do you? Yeah, if you send me your email, I'll send it to you digitally. Ooh, Ooh. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I swing that way. I still have yet to rewatch Parasite at home because I'm like, I don't want it to be bad at home. I saw it twice in theaters and loved it, and I'm just like worried. I've heard it only gets better with extra viewing. So. Really? Isn't the it, black and white one coming out soon? Lighthouse is out. It's on oh, like Amazon. No, or some I thought shit. I thought I saw Austin post something about a black and white parasite. Oh <laughs> fuck that! That would be stupid. Don't do that. That's just I why don't know. they're kind of fun. I I, I remember uh, I went back and rewatched Logan when they did the black and white cut of that. It really does feel different. If the mm-hmm. movie is shot for hey guys, color, give me just a second. I'll be right back. Yeah, man. If a movie is shot for color, mm-hmm. why make it black? It's like taking a black and white movie and turning it color. You know, like, we had this discussion with me and him the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw your guys' bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I do not agree with that unless the creator is behind it. However, with Parasite, the thing that makes that movie great, besides the story, of course is the color palette that it has throughout the entire thing that sets the tone for most of the scenes so turning it black and white you're going to lose that of impact i feel but could you make the argument that you would get a different experience out of it, it maybe just be the same thing but i'm telling you like that color palette for that whole movie is just beautiful it's every every scene has its specific set and it's yeah. it's awesome well I imagine when it comes to costume design and set design and, and color choices mm. and lighting and stuff, that is, that is a, I mean, it's a pinnacle part of visual storytelling. Yeah, they spend so much time doing it. Well, yeah. Like, but also, there are, there are ways to light for both. It's kind of hard to do both. But I mean, yeah. if you have it in mind when you're doing it, because I know, I know, I think it was James Mangold who did Logan. Um, he had it in his mind to to do a noir mm-hmm. on top of that and you and again i think it's because you'll get something different i think that's the whole point is that you're supposed to watch it in a different fashion because now you're right. not you're not focusing in on the color palette or you're not taking that in subconsciously because it's black and white and there's not a lot of quote-unquote distraction in the frame you're going to probably spend more time looking at the character, probably staring at people's faces, their mm-hmm. their body language, and probably picking up on dialogue and stuff like that because your brain's not uh, bringing in color and uh, interpreting that kind of stuff on top of right. it. Uh, I mean, would it be lesser? I don't know, but I think the whole intention is to watch it in a different way. I would re- recommend then doing that 
if if they do that, watch it the original way first. Oh yeah. Then watch it in the secondary route that they decide to go. Whether they go black and white or fucking sepia tone or whatever yeah. like filter they want to toss over that bitch, you know. Cuz I that way you can decide which is better. Yeah. And you don't I, feel like you're being pulled away from the black and white movie because or the the colored one because you saw them black and white first. I don't know. Yeah. That's just I guess it's a perspective thing like how you look at it and stuff, so. Yeah. There are some things I'll I'll watch that have gone black and white after they were in color, but I've seen them in color, of course. Mm-hmm. Um usually it's like a scene or so. It's kind of like yeah. watching fucking Clerks 2. It's black uh, and white to color. Yeah. <laughs> and then back to black and white. Or I mean like Wizard of Oz. When you went from sepia to you get into yeah. a colorful yep. world and then you come yeah. back. Um, what were you going to say, Tivis? Hmm? What were you going to say? Oh, just... uh, nothing. I just, you know, over Okay. Thanks, Tivis. That was, that was enlightening and wonderful. I appreciate it. Um... <laughs> I, I actually have no problem watching stuff that's colorized. Because I, I mean, doing it correctly, because you could go wrong so fast and look oh, so yeah. rubbery. And I, I think it's an art form in itself. And, you know, I realized, you know, some directors, they don't want their stuff messed with. But a lot of the black and white directors, they're not around anymore. So who's to say what they really want? Yeah. I I always say um, I don't mind, like, like, visual altercations for the most part. It's when you start to change what's, like, it's it sounds really hypocritical. It's really hard to, like, be specific on what I kind of mean is like when you start changing things that make you perceive the storyline and the world a mm-hmm. little bit different. Cause like with the black and white thing, it's more of an aesthetic while you're watching it and kind of how you're working with it. But then you have something like um, star Wars is always my, my favorite example because of all the remastering that they do. Yeah. You have these moments where it's like, you know, like they put extra rocks in front of R2D2. I'm like, okay, that just seems yeah. like a weird, like why do that? It's distracting or like adding extra animals and character goofy shit in the background or like uh the worst is the singing band thing and oh think yeah where they altered the whole at jabba's palace music. oh my god and it's just so distracting and it's like now you've not only changed the way it was like paced from the original way that people liked you have now created questions and stuff in the yeah. scene now and altered it to a point where it's not just oh it looks better or oh there's different colors here it's oh god now i'm thinking about the universe in a different way and i don't like here and here and now i've become like distracted and pulled out when that wouldn't have happened in the original thing so i don't know if it sounds too hypocritical i'm trying to kind of no, throw no, it out I there, get what you're it's, saying it's and uh, i mean strange. even some of the char- changes they did in star wars are for the better yeah uh which whenever anyone craps on them like well not all of them are terrible i mean that scene where he first speaks to the emperor that is so much better with the new effects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just like there are certain things that just needed it, like, you know, the ships and the lightsabers and, you know, like some of the battles and stuff and maybe even McClunky. like some Fuck no. <laughs> I don't I'll, know. I'll if... take, I will take McClunky over. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That one hurt me. I don't know why the Ewoks need to blink. It never bothered me before. Yeah, now it bothers me because it's something I never thought about, and now I can't unsee it. It's like yeah. a, it's like a nightmare. So, and I'm back again. 
Sorry. Okay, don't worry, we didn't miss you. The audio people don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, audio people. We still love you. <laughs> Actually, like I never, wa- I never listen to this on YouTube. It's it's only audio. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm. A I always curious. listen on uh, iTunes. So yeah, but we have twenty five hundred people there continuously listening every week to the episodes. That's Somehow. So listening to us, people, if if you're <laughs> out there, out. can you show us some love with the comments? Because uh, well, join us in I the don't... Facebook group. I'm tired of being the only one talking. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, join Tivis in the Facebook group because we don't do anything in there anymore. <laughs> I barely, I barely um, do it. Which is Facebook.com slash group slash Operation Babble or some shit like that. Um, but or no. Tell me how much I suck on Twitter. That's always find us way. on Twitter because 2,500 people on Twitter would be nice. And we could show up some other assholes on that. <laughs> oh, man. No, I just, it's more because, like, I would just like to know, like, what everybody thinks or, like, if we're pacing things right or do you want us to talk about specific topics, maybe right. go more in depth and stuff. Because I'm a guy who really likes to overanalyze a film. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the best panels is when everybody knows exactly, like, we all watched it. We all know exactly what happened. And we can all jump on the nuances and, and get perspective because we all watch movies. We all watch movies just a little bit different just because right. of who just because of who we, who we are. And uh, so everybody will, there's always humans. something somebody, there's always humans. something somebody's going to miss. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. if you're watching intently, we're going to miss something or miss a nuance that we wouldn't have thought to yeah. even consider. So it's, it's nice to get perspective. I, yeah. I like it. it makes shit way more interesting. Right. We know we need we need to know what to talk about because yeah. why well, why why here's else? A, unless you guys want to hear about Joel Schumacher's twenty thousand again, I mean, oh my god, because I have the <laughs> terrible romance that's going on in the soap operas where they bring in their significant others instead of using the uh, actors that they're supposed to be with. No, what? Don't do, don't do what? it. What? Yeah. Like, so they can shoot them or something like not shoot them, but like shoot the, shoot the scenes. Yeah. It's part of their safety precaution. They're the first people to be back in entertainment is soap operas. And yeah, oh. that was in doing... Australia, right? No, it's uh one of the, maybe it is. I know it's I an American show, but the, the first one that went back in the production was in Australia. I know that for sure. Just um, what? Just the fact that they have their significant others may look nothing like the person they're supposed to be with. And how is that? It's just, it's hilarious to think about. Right. What is it for soap operas? They're back to oh. shooting. Yeah. Well, that's so, yeah. So, so you're telling me that they'll shoot the scene. And then when it comes to like the makeout part or like a love scene, they just swap the actress out for their significant other. Yep. I mean, that's, that's just body. Doubles, that's, fucking hilarious. Like... that's fucking hilarious. But, well, and the, I think I heard, their original idea was even better, and I think they should have stuck with it. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Blow up dolls. <laughs> Yay! I would watch that. They're uh, in sports arenas. I would like to ask right now when I'm allowed to get an Operation Babble uh, mug. You know, talk shows normally allow pe- their guests to have the, you, the logoed mug wait, so they can put their water. Yet? I'm holding one. <laughs> You can get them when we get them. How about See, that? Listen, listen, listen. I expect it because then I don't have to have water in it. I can put whiskey uh-huh. and other things in it. That's why. That's why you get the, you know. Or you could be a man and just drink some surge. <laughs> Dude, I, I drank them out of business the first time around. Oh my god. 
I heard yeah. it shrank your penis. <clears throat> I'm gonna take off here in a couple of minutes, guys. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, man. Do you have anything that you want to add to this before you head out? Uh, n no, nothing really relevant. No, no <laughs> other, no other curses to put on villagers. I, if you want to hear the rest of that, we'll talk after. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> uh, it's just put two and two together. You hear a crying baby. Just assume someone took a poop. There you go. Nice. And not the baby. Nice. The baby did not do it. Again, nice. just, it's better. It's better. I'm sure it's better in your head <laughs> than anything I could tell you. Lots of things no. are better. Oh, in my head. Man. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, so, so if you want an Operation Babble mug, Tivis and Chris and John, yes, I will design one on Teespring, and y'all can just go fucking buy it yourself. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh -uh. no, you see, that's not how this works. <laughs> I don't get paid for this, so you. I think sit, no. John's the only one that's gotten free swag, right? Like uh, the stickers. I got my stickers. Yeah, yeah, I put one on my headphone, and I put one on my car that. I ended up having to scrap. I bought my wife some shirts to wear to the gym and and uh and myself a shirt. So yeah. There you go. There you go. You know That's what? about I, it. I do have something. Why is oh, it called on. live action when it's never live? Because <laughs> uh, the people are alive. Yeah. Okay, your fucking laugh with the Vince McMahon yeah, it is doll really creepy. freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I think I think that should be I think that should be Timothy's avatar from now on. <laughs> right, it's a beautiful avatar. It freaks me out. Even when you get a camera, you should like get the doll and just like, yeah. <laughs> or, or take that picture and have somebody make that mask. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god, that'd be horrific. I'm sure somebody has that mask already. Vince McMahon himself probably has that fucking mask on his desk right now. Oh my god, that's all the puppets point. probably sitting on his T-Rex skull. Right, he probably mm -hmm. uses that. You're fired. <laughs> I would totally buy a T-Rex skull. Just saying. He has a T-Rex skull. Beyond the things, the things we would spend too much money on again. Oh god. <laughs> I do, I don't want to hear more about the Turbo Man doll. You guys, uh, I. I was listening to that part, and that 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 really made me want to be on your show last night. Like, I Why, was like, "Fucking toys! It? I toys everywhere, motherfucker!" What are you, what are you talking man? about? What are you talking about? I've never seen you buy a toy somewhere. I've never I've bought seen a toy you buy in my collectibles. <laughs> what makes it a toy? What makes it a collectible? That's one that we if you collect before. it, it's a collectible. What makes it a toy? What if it's a collectible? A toy, toy is a collectible too. Can I make uh -huh. a toy a collectible? Do you play with a collectible? I don't play with the ones that I collect that I keep in box. But these guys back here that are not in box, I collect and I can still play with them. Do you ever, like, sit down and actually play with them? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. I see the Darth helmet. Or the, the uh, Yeah. Or the... Uh, uh, what? What? Uh, from uh, Spaceballs. I'm trying to remember what his, uh, what his name is for sure. Is it Darth Helmet? I'm pretty sure it's Darth Helmet. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I, it never sounds right when you say it, but when Darth Helmet's sitting there playing with the uh, with the uh, Spaceballs characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know the reason for that scene? Oh, God. And the reason for the merchandising scene in that movie? Because yeah. George Lucas, when uh, Mel Brooks approached him to do that movie, 
George Lucas said, yeah, guys, go right ahead. Do it. Great, great idea. But you cannot make any merchandise for your movie. Hmm. So they made this whole scene about showing merchandise, and that's also why he has the action figures. Mm. Okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So neat little meta moment. So they can't make. Yeah. Uh, so he couldn't make any. They didn't make toys for Spaceballs. Uh, originally, I don't think so. I don't know if they have anything out there now. Or not. Etsy it. It's on Etsy. Is it? Yeah, well, it's probably. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's it's see. The here. only fucking uh, place I can find um, uh, uh, Bebo. I want me a fucking Bebo doll, but I don't want to pay thirty bucks for it. That's actually like how big is that? Actually, doesn't seem like a bad price it's only for like something. that big. Still though, for but something I can that's buy, not being mass made. I can buy the crochet kit for or the crochet pattern for like three bucks and then just have Nick make it. Fucking <laughs> hell. All right, guys. I got to take off. All right, man. Thank you for joining today. Such good shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so scary. All right. Sorry I couldn't <gasps> chat with you long, Chris. <laughs> uh, you're, you're good. One of these days. One of these days. Later. All right. Later, man. <laughs> Bye. I waved for people who... Can't see me. Tevis, get a camera, damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the, the audience. I'm seeing some Spaceballs toys. Oh, I yeah. saw that, but hold on. They're probably like the like uh, pop figures and shit like that. Do they hold have on. those? No, they look like those. Like They look like the old uh, like bullshit ones that like they first came. You know, it has just like the picture of them and... Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to explain. You guys, you guys wouldn't know what I'd be. It's like the cardboard backing with the little plastic front. You guys know. Everybody knows what I'm talking about when it comes to twice. Nobody knows anything about toys here, John. <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Um, George Lucas gave his conditional blessing. Satire is generally exempt from litigation, but Brooks was an admirer of Lucas's work and wanted to get his permission before starting on the movie. Working on a funny film of his own with Howard the Duck, um, Lucas agreed, but only on one, on the condition that no Spaceballs merchandising be available. So anything you see is probably not officially licensed. Right. Huh. So. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, little things like that. And, like, yeah, when I first was, you know, following up on stuff about Spaceballs and I wanted to know more, more about it, I had read that, I guess you could see that that he loved Star Wars the way he presented that film because I mean the sets were pretty cool looking uh you know he he did try um but it was kind of interesting to me that he loved it I mean he was really an admirer of what Lucas had done with Star Wars so it was uh, that's well, why he went to him Well it's like it's weird how that works because <clears throat> the things that parody it seem to have a more like love for the original craft mm -hmm. than the fucking people who own it now. It's really oh, yeah. strange. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, like the example would be um, Robot Chicken. Like they're like not only their Family Guy stuff, like the Family <clears throat> Guy parody, but the Robot Chicken parody. Yeah. Um, Did you it, have you heard about the how the robot or not Robot Chicken, but uh, the Family Guy tr trilogy came about? The mm -hmm. Blue Harvest <clears throat> one, or all? Yeah. Well, it's called Blue Harvest, but. Um, it's uh, something something dark sided was the first one I think, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I, mean, I don't know. There's three it's different names. The Blue Harvest is the last stuff. one. You know why it's called, the last one was called Blue Harvest? Hmm. 
Blue Harvest was the name that they put on all of the uh, cl clapper cards and everything for Return of the Jedi because they were trying because they were shooting up in the uh, the uh, Redwood you know hills and stuff like that in San Francisco and around that area. They were shooting the movie there and uh, they didn't want people just to show up on set because it was a Star Wars movie. So they put yeah, Blue right. Harvest and later on george lucas said that worked about as well as uh you know putting water on water i mean it was like just <laughs> they knew anyways I, it yeah. was kind of funny uh so uh creator of uh face uh, of a uh, family guy uh seth MacFarlane. thank you thank yeah. you uh, anyways seth MacFarlane really loves star wars like really loves star wars and he he'd been doing these little jokes in the show and one day they're sitting there they're coming up with some more stuff and more jokes for star star wars are coming up and he kind of just in the middle of this round table thing where they're talking about the next script or whatever says you know guys we probably should check with lucasfilm that, <laughs> that we can do this stuff before they shut us down or before they tell us take that out take that out go back redo all of those episodes you put shit in and take it out he says like so i'm gonna call and uh, we're going to try to figure out if we if we can do this. And so he calls mm. uh, Skywalker Ranch to try to get a hold of George Lucas, who at the time was still in charge. And he, he gets the secretary. So he says, yeah, my name's Seth MacFarlane. And I was wondering if there was a way that I could talk to George Lucas. And she says, well, hold on just a second. Puts him on hold. And like literally, he said, like a couple minutes later, George Lucas picks up like who like no appointment no need whatever picks it up and he's like hey uh mr lucas i just want to let you know i'm a big star wars fan and uh, i hope you're not offended by any of the stuff we're doing and they got into this like he said quite extensive conversation about how george lucas loved everything they were doing gave his complete blessing wow. to do whatever they wanted to do that's and that's dope. why they did the trilogy they, so they literally went three episodes to do that. And I don't, I think they were on TV, but they were severely uh, edited to take out some of the, some of the funniest stuff. Cause I have them on, uh, I, I, I got tons of digital copies of everything, um, but I have it digitally and there's some extra stuff in there. It's kind of funny, but um, that's how, that's how we got those. Hell yeah. Just goes to show you always check, just check because sometimes you'll find that they love what you're doing. Yeah, pa yeah. passion, man. Just find somebody who gives a shit about the lore and stuff, and you'll and then because you're gonna get the the quote, you're gonna get the normies in the seats this, anyway. So why not make yeah. it for the 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 fevered fans? This yeah. is what we, me and John have talked about this before. It's like, why not hire some of the the, the fans, the fan writers out there that are doing fan fiction shit to write your shit you know like well like i said me my stuff star trek has totally i mean they've thrown people out of the cbs yeah. offices for coming in with stuff yeah and and, and why how in the world are you going to do that and expect people to like what you're doing because mm. if you're if you're pissing fans off and that's the thing i mean i didn't i, I didn't absolutely hate the star, the new star wars trilogy it just one doesn't come across as a trilogy to me because yeah. it, there's it's not it's coherent. not connective yeah but it, it just there's no heart in it hmm. that heart you felt at the end of i mean when when you see luke and leia sitting on the uh on the uh medical frigate at the end of empire strikes back 
and the music comes in and all that, you, there is that sense of hope. You feel the mm -hmm. same thing. And I think we went over, uh, I, I did a movie talk yesterday with a guy uh, about how music can help your mood and stuff. And I mean, it's, it's all of the stuff you have in those movies just doesn't fit together well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, and again, then there's the rise of Skywalker. The jeez, it just uh, all yeah. felt like a product. Yeah. It all just exactly. felt like an assembly line that wasn't working. Like no. it, it the, was a didn't have a foreman in there, you know. Yeah, it's like, how is it that the square hole is a round hole? That that die is square. Who the hell put a round? What the? How did this happen? Yeah, let's not talk about dice. <laughs> Why would you give the dice to fucking Leia? I can't stand it. It makes no sense. Dude, the I only good thing that I in, took away from the, the new series, the new trilogy, quote unquote, series, mm -hmm. was Babu Frick. He's my man. <laughs> hey! um, that's my man. Yeah. So how many of you guys think the dice were in the original cut? Uh, I heard it was decorating it but it wasn't actually like a thing yeah they were there and and it yeah. was a sub it was a subplot line that never was written or anything but they're in the original 77 cut and i know a lot of people think that they went back and digitally added them but no i have the 77 cut and they're in there no i'm talking more uh the idea han solo like recontextualized so many things that the scene in last jedi when luke gives leia the dice it feels extremely insulting <laughs> But that was after his the solo movie too, right? Was that uh, when, I think after solo they came, like made solo it a came out, point? Yeah, solo came out after Last Jedi. And didn't he hmm. get those dice from another woman too? That's like, what I'm saying. Wasn't it's, that the whole thing? They it's were like, Kira's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like a trinket <laughs> that he decorated the the speeder with and... and I can't remember I think they were his and she just had them. I don't know, like all women they had he had she had her man's dice in her pocket maybe that's <laughs> yeah. what it was like she, she they were in his car or something when they were trying to escape and then she got them and then she gave them back to him or some bullshit yeah i think that's what it was but yeah i don't know i i think the gesture is there to say you know he's always with you we don't yeah. always lose everybody but i don't know i mean i would have just been like just don't give her anything and just say i miss they it fucking too. disappear though well disappear again it anyways. was it was done horribly with the fact that once you find out that he's not really there, I mean, great that's scene. Awesome. That's awesome yeah. too. <laughs> I, 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 I like that scene, but when he's not really there, it's like, yeah. dude, you had a way to go back and you mm -hmm. didn't do it. And then you're like, oh, you know, okay, I'll just do this the, the cheating way. I'll just go and force project myself. I liked all the thought behind it. I loved the force projection add-in. Um, I love the extra force features we see. I just think they're again contrived and they're not used well. When you when you go back and you think about it, it's like here's it. And again, I, I like the Last Jedi, but I will agree with people who say that you know not my Luke, all that stuff. Um, Luke Skywalker was your hero for the first trilogy, and this man doesn't even see a need to come back. Instead, he's sitting on an island, going like, oh, I'll just. All right, I'm there. I came here to die. Yeah, it's like... Also, know. how did people not realize that it was a force projection? I didn't buy that at all that he was there because he was holding his lightsaber that got ripped in half like a scene or two earlier. Yes, and then 
<laughs> and then also the other fact was, uh, you know, his hair. Like, where, where's the barber? <laughs> I, I was like, I could have maybe given him that because I'm like, okay, maybe he cleaned himself up for the fight. But I'm like, that just seems really stupid. Yes, <laughs> like, at, yeah. at the at the Octu Barber Shop. I thought, hey man, he had all those fish nuns. I'm sure. I'm sure they could groom him perfectly. Oh man, God! Could you stop? <laughs> could you not, fish lady? God, man, watch the locks. God, it's like it took me 30 years to make this. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't slit his throat after uh, Yoda blew up the fucking temple. They're like, yeah. it was our only job here. It, you blew it up, and then could you imagine like Luke trying to like described it like no seriously there was this old puppet he's a ghost he's been dead for a really long my time my master my master that i know i've told you is dead but he comes back to get this blue glow and and he was sitting there talking to me i mean i even felt yeah, it he hit me in the head and, 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 then, and then he points and it's just lightning and they're looking at him going like all right, crazy old man. You really are a crazy old. Hobbit. Get the fuck off of our <laughs> island. The boob, the boob juice that he drank oh, is a hallucin- It's a hallucinogenic. Um, you but, think uh, they sell that shit at Disney World? Of course they do. Half yeah. times. You think? So? Can it, I squeeze you it fresh out this, of the tit? Do you think the dispensers look like this? That's what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> do I have to pay extra for it if I get it straight from the tap? Um, uh, probably. And see, in between that, and then Rise of Skywalker, when Luke catches the lightsaber and and then raises the x-wing it really poses the question at what point what's the point of being alive <laughs> like at this point you're more powerful as a ghost i would just be a ghost mm. because i can like, interact with like the as soon world. as you become a jedi you're like okay somebody kill me now please, please yeah please. can you I'm... someone strike me down in anger please <laughs> here who who come on you'd be going around to like every like every bounty hunter and every freaking uh which if they're all coming back as as force ghosts like that too where are all the other jedis that got killed off in the first uh yeah, the, series tri- the way, second the way, trilogy the way that they play that is they make uh, no because that doesn't work because qui-gon already died they said that yeah. qui-gon was like one of the first ones to figure it out and then they fucked that up anyway because mace windu was there too <laughs> fuck yeah well yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some theory behind it. I don't know. It didn't they put Mace Windu in like another edit or some bullshit? Of he's one the of the original. Voices. He's one no, of the voices. No, no. When they remastered the original series at the on the th- uh, third uh, one, no, I think they didn't they add so. more fuckers into that. I don't think so. Hmm. They just changed. Uh, sure? The guy who played Darth Vader when the mask was revealed, they yeah. changed him to Dude, Hayden Christensen. Kid. Yeah, mm. which, which God, that was weird. It's yeah. It's like so. Why are these other two still old? Still and old. you're and I mean, yeah. I understand you could go back and God forbid, because they're still doing edits to to this day. The, the McClunky know. thing. The McClunky thing. What the hell was the McClunky thing? McClunky. I think it's just they're always constantly trying to find a way to make it not look like Hans an asshole, or like a, cut out but, your new scene and just put the old scene back in. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they literally call him a scoundrel for fuck's sake. Well, and, and and you know, George Lucas defended this, saying, "Well, I just wanted to show he wasn't he wasn't a bad person." I'm like, no, take 
the situation. A guy is pointing a gun to your head. You don't want to die. And mm. so who's going to shoot first? Yep. I am. I, yep. There's nothing bad about that. That is an in-moment thing. I think of, and I don't know if you guys were ever in the military, but if you've ever been in the military, think of it when you get in your first fight with a gun, you're shooting, you don't care who's on the other end mm. because they're shooting right back at you. It, it doesn't matter who shoots first because it is a, I want to live and that's it. And in, the, in that moment, in that, in that small moment in star Wars, that's what's going through his head is I'll oh, screw that. You're not going to kill me. You're not taking me back to this guy either. Cause I'm not ready because I don't have the money and I know what he'll do to me. Well, don't they also, when they remastered that shit and they switched that, didn't they also add in the fucking scene where Han Solo is talking to, to Jabba? Right after that, almost. Yeah. Or was it like right before? No, it's right bullshit? after because I was like, why? He goes to why? get the ship ready. Yeah. I was like, that makes no sense either. Well, I, I it doesn't. It, again, the fact that he cut it out of the original cut because, well, right. he will tell you he cut it out because he didn't have the proper ability Effects. to make this creature he wanted yeah, there. Because it was just some big dude in like some yeah. fucking Which, coats and shit. Like I mean, that. I guess he could have been. Jabba, that would have been fine, but I, he didn't want to do that. So right. he cuts it out and he puts it back in. The scene doesn't hurt anything, but it doesn't help anything. I mean, yeah. the best part of that scene is you see Boba Fett. Mm. Um, I don't know. I can go upstairs. But I won't do it right now. Though. <laughs> um, there's a guy I've had on my on my channel a few times now, and I I honestly uh, I would I would tell you guys to get him on, except for. He's a he's an older guy, so he's pretty you know straight laced about things, mm. and so I know we're kind of free form here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it would go, but I would I would really suggest if you guys could make a like a nice line serious because that's just kind of how he is. Uh, John Celestri, he was uh, a big part of filmation. He drew a lot of the He Man cartoons okay. and stuff like that. Well, he was the one who actually did the first drawing of boba fett and the first view we ever got of boba fett was from the uh star wars christmas special the holiday special mm. but he did that drawing i have a drawing he did handmade or hand drew for me up here um with his book that he did on indiegogo but um it, it, it's kind of cool that we get our first look of boba fett in that movie right then so mm. again no context of who he is nothing like that I don't hate the scenes that they add in. It's just the movie worked beforehand. I mean, if, have you guys ever heard about how bad that first edit that he ever had was? Yeah, uh, I heard about, like, yeah. I, not from him personally, but no. through other sources. There's, yeah, yeah. there's a, a thing on, uh, on uh, YouTube called uh, Star Wars State Saved in the Edit. Watch it. It is... It's freaking yeah. amazing. His wife and two other editors, they had just fired their editing team after the first viewing. And his wife and a couple others locked themselves in an editing room for a weekend like or at the hotel. I forget. I, they were doing it just totally like pirate, you know, like a guerrilla editing, I guess is what you would Orgy call it. style. Yeah, it was just weird because they uh, they went through and re recut the whole film, cut out yeah. a whole bunch of stuff and it just made the movie totally different. And 
whenever I hear about any of these like directors and writers and shit just locking themselves into a hotel room for like a weekend or a month or a couple weeks, mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yeah, that's how you should do it. Like, there's yeah. no distractions. You can literally have your food delivered. I mean, now you can have it delivered directly to your house from anywhere anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, there's so many distractions at your house. So, did, did you know George Lucas was so scared that it was going to be a flop that he and Steven Spielberg and George's wife all flew out to Hawaii and spent the weekend in Hawaii? He didn't even go to the. Yeah. 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 And that's where we got Indiana Jones, actually, is from that trip. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what other things? Yeah, because they, they called him and told him about the lines and shit like that for the movie mm-hmm. which is pretty dope he's like he, i didn't even expect it he when it was big hit over here in the states he mm-hmm. uh he decided he was going to finally go to a premiere he went to a premiere in i want to say tokyo japan uh he went there watched the movie and at the end everybody got up and left no no clapping no nothing and he and he looked at the guy he was there with and he I guess he probably had an interpreter or something. I don't know who it was, but there was a guy that he was with. He looked at him and says, what What went wrong? And the guy looked at him and says, nothing. He says, in Japan, silence is the best form of compliment you can get. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was like a rounding applause here was right. what they gave him. And it's just, it, yeah, I mean, it, again, also, <clears throat> it, since we're just on the kick of Star Wars for a second, um, it's kind of amazing that a, a production that was as flawed as Jaws is what actually gave us Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The fact that Jaws ever got made, the fact that it ever got the acclaim it did, because they, the scenes you get in that movie, while they're awesome, are not the scenes they wanted to give you. Yeah. The scene of the barrels being pulled by the shark. That was yeah. only done because they couldn't get the shark to work. You were supposed to see the shark right then. So when you think about it, it works better the way they did it, but that was not what they wanted to do. So all right. the fuck ups that happened during that, the, the just the, the fact that they would have to reset <laughs> their boat out in the middle of the ocean because a sailboat came across the horizon and it took well, them 30 minutes to do that. Yeah. It, all that shit. Well, limitations but, limitations force you to be creative and problem yes, solve. And, exactly. And I think that's the difference is these days, studios just write a check and they say, here, here you go. Oh, you need how much for CGI? Why do you need that much CGI? Oh, well, because this and this and this and this. Basically, they're telling them, well, we can't do this practically. Well, they did it back then. Well, here's an extra $2 million for C-47s. There you go. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, let's back off of the cgi budget mm-hmm. unless you can absolutely show you can't do it practically right. or can't do it practically make it look good because right. okay i'm i'm on board and john i know you are too the idea now that they might have done stop motion with jurassic park i don't think it would have come across as well now i know yeah. that it may have looked yeah. good but it wasn't going to do what they did with CGI. But the thing is, is the CGI they used in that was only used mm-hmm. where they had to use it. Well, and also they had animatronics. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The the whole T Rex paddock scene. Yeah. Is and the raptors like they're yeah. dudes in suits with the puppets yep. and stuff. It's like knowing that it's there. It's just like it's even if it gets a little weird, you just let that go. It's mm-hmm. like of course, like most of us will go. Oof. Ooh, that looked bad. But then when it cuts back to the thing that's physical, you're like, oh, okay, it's fine. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they earned they earned my suspension of disbelief. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If, if studios, and again, this always goes back to studios first and foremost, if studios would stop just handing money to fix things and say, yeah. you can do this. They used to do this. Go call somebody who has done this in the past. Go yeah. call up Brian Henson and see if he can't make you a puppet. I mean, it's something. It's like, I, uh, that's hell, the reason not... I think I think the original Ninja Turtle movie is still like yeah. on par mm-hmm. with every, oh, it's yeah. such a fucking good movie. First of all, yeah. yeah. Even if you take away me being a turtle fan, yeah, the yeah. way they shot that movie, the way it looks, is still magnificent, even on Blu-ray. And, but now you go and watch the the new turtle stuff. It's just it, it's already outdated. The CG is just horrid. And mm-hmm. it's actually one thing I'm worried about with the Batman uh, Pattinson movies is they mm-hmm. said that they're scrapping all their on-site shots and shooting in a studio. They yeah. say they're building the stuff, but I'm like, how much are you building? How much are you CGing? Because I just watched 89 Batman and then Batman Returns, and those were shot in a studio, yep. but they didn't have as much CG bullshit. They, they used... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, oh, uh, fuck. What Matt, are those things called? Matte paintings? Matte paintings, yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, oh, matte dude, I'm you, and stuff. I, I'm telling you. Oh, I, got, I want people. Hold on. Go ahead. Talk. I, oh, I, I, I want people. Something. I really want people to watch the, the alien documentary memory. Like, mm-hmm. I, did not, I did not realize how much set building they did. Oh, it's, God, yeah. It's a, is it it's anywhere? So um, is it on a streaming service yet? Or is it just like. I, I found it on a plane. Um, I am. So I gotta fucking take a plane ride to watch it. Well, I mean, oh. good. <laughs> Get your miles in. I'm sure. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I, All right, pick I me up at the airport tomorrow. Yeah, it's just called. It's called Memory: The uh, okay. Origin of Alien. Uh, I'm sure it's floating. It's around probably somewhere. on somewhere. Probably on Amazon. I would. I would assume either HBO or Amazon right now. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's on Hulu. But it's just. It was just really good, and it's like I just miss I just miss the practical stuff of back then. I I get some of it still doesn't look like in Terminator One when Arnie has to rip his eye out. I understand that that doesn't look didn't quite hold up, but I appreciated the attempt. Mm, I'm looking for. Uh, I I'll, I'll find it and send it to you guys. There's this guy that um before they tore it all down that actually got him and his friend like snuck onto the old pinewood studios the 89 batman set was there for years after and he has all these cool pictures uh, like the the uh sarcophagus he puts his uh his suit in is still was still there a whole bunch of that stuff um yeah no the matte paintings and stuff like that were just amazing for that i mean i, I lord of the rings got away i mean shit even game of thrones the f- even uh, Game of Thrones, the first season, mm-hmm. did a Watch, lot of nice. uh, Hi, Chris. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. So, so what do you got? Uh, you got anything else going on today? Any other streams, or is this it? Uh, I don't know yet. I might Sleep jump and up. catch up. Sleep and catch up. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I never know about that. Uh, no. I, 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 speaking of production design and stuff like that, watch the uh, Blade Runner stuff. Blade Runner, oh, everything yeah. was practical. Everything was practical, and it's so crazy the crap they did on that. 
Well, it's just like when it's there, it even gives you like, especially when you're shooting on film and you're doing all this stuff, we've seen how easy it is to remaster and upgrade when it's actually there. It gives you the chance to polish it a little bit better. When you already have crappy CGI, throwing worse CGI on it is like a nightmare. Like as much as I love infinity war, I think it's a fantastic film. I, it's just going to go the way of that's just not going to look good in like 10 years. Just because so much of it is CGI, um, but I mean no. it's still good. But I just you know it's one of those things where it's just ah, it's just not going to stand the test of time. Marvel plays things fast and loose, very yeah. fast and loose when it comes to CGI. So much so that I think it's just the quickest polish they can put on it, and then boom, here yeah. put it out. But it's why some of the more grounded ones I think are really just going to live up to scrutiny down the road. Like I think Iron Man one, like. Winter, oh, pretty much Winter Soldier, Civil War. Mm-hmm. I probably say some of those ones. I I still maintain. I think Thor is going to hold up really well down the road, just because of all the um, practical things that they did, and like a lot of their world, they put a lot of extra attention into. Like Asgard still looks really good right now. Um, I would say like because Thor Ragnarok might have a problem because the opening scene didn't even look particularly that good. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm very curious. I think Captain America, the first Avenger, will get away with stuff because they made theirs look like old-timey film. I always tell people that the beginning and, like, some of the aesthetic that they do during all the war stuff and, like, at the beginning, it really made me feel like I was watching The Rocketeer or, like, an old, oh, yeah. like, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. uh, film, the way that they made – like, so it was almost – it sounds really dumb, but it's almost like their CGI almost looked intentionally already outdated. So you could just buy it in their time frame. So if you ever watched an older movie like The Rocketeer or something like that, it would feel or like the uh, what was it? The Shadow with mm-hmm. fucking Al Baldwin. It would already kind of feel like that. So I think it might get a pass down the road. It's I I, I do again. I always think that Captain America one is a little underrated. I, I enjoy that film. I love <laughs> it's, Captain America. It's, it's just good shit. Mm-hmm. Good shit. But, uh, I sent the <sighs> link in the. Uh, in the chat these pictures man it's like crazy stuff yeah it's you know and and of course the pictures they're showing is without the matte paintings around it and stuff like that but it's pinewood studios holy shit it looks like an amusement park it does it's like wow i mean people like you and i probably would just get such a kick out of it because well i would love to have done this just walked around and taken pictures oh yeah i mean I'm a I'm an abandoned, you know, I'm an abandoned places type guy, anyways. But movie yeah. sets, like, come on, this is they're cool, man. And it's just and it's and it's sad because like backlots used to be a thing, so you could like dress them up and change them up. But nowadays they just build it and people just all use it. Well, and was, it's like, oh, I've seen that building, I've seen that building in four shows already. If this was actually after the. Uh, this was way after the fact. I can't remember when he says that he they went and found all this, but this is off of the set of Pinewood. It's on their property, but it's away from everything. They built this all just for this movie and uh, Batman Returns. And it's like, I'm just looking at, like, I mean, the attention to detail is just so fucking crazy. Like, they built statues mm-hmm. and they built, you know, yeah, like just all things you expect to see in a city, but even just like, it's, and it's got to be even stranger because it's on such a grandiose scale. Mm-hmm. Like, 
buildings look bigger and and wider and taller and grungy. It's so uh, even like they painted cars like full of graffiti and stuff just to leave on the like guys looks fucking I might have to watch these Batman movies again. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Shit is um, so good. Yeah, but then you look at the parts where you know only half of the buildings there and then you look at the pictures that they show from the movie and you're like, "Oh my god, all that was matte painting." It's like, yeah. "Wow, these guys were amazing." I mean, cuz yeah, the the skilled art of matte painting is gone. It's like, "Ah, screw it. We'll just CGI it." No, come on. Yeah, and, and and I mean, and it's weird because it tends to be it could be an aesthetic within itself. I think uh as much as I didn't like La La Land, like the scene with um Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling when they're tap dancing and they sit on the bench and stuff under the streetlight, that looks like a matte painting. And then like um a perfect example would be Greatest Showman. Like they use that matte painting aesthetic, that old-timey feel to uh, really enhance it because now it feels more like it feels more like a movie the only thing i i would say is greatest showman could have really done well if it had been made like a couple decades ago so they could have had real animals yeah, that's true uh <laughs> as much as, as as much as i understand that like working with animals can yeah. be kind of a problem i i liked old movies where animals were actually being oh, used yeah. on well, it, 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 i'm sorry it, you know what Peter? yeah Animals have done this for years. As long as the treatment behind the scenes is okay and the treatment on scene, I, I don't see a problem with that. I, I love this picture where they have the uh, bat symbol that he's laying back on that he used in the opening. And, and, and yeah, the fact that they still have like some of the cars there. It's just cool. It just, I mean, it just looks like a world that was lived in. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to, to see that. And you just have to get more immersed as an actor and stuff. Yeah, too. I mean, like, this this type of stuff inspires you. I mean, like, I love writing mm -hmm. uh, and thinking of stuff to do movies, uh, like movie ideas and things like that. So when I see stuff like this, I'm like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. Well, well and that was one of the things that I've always talked about with movies is that you're you're essentially in your mind, like on the basis, uh, like on the basic fundamentals of old movie making. You had, you were trying to find the best of the best in all of these different fields. You found the best painters and drawers for, you know, artists for concept art. And then you had to go find um, the best lighting team and gaffer, the people, electricians who understood how to wire these big elaborate sets and like um, these really good engineers and stuff who would build these sets. And it's like you have all of these different elements that we use in a very, um, like, I, I don't even know how to say it. It's just, it feels like there's, it's almost like turning something that's really essential for our day-to-day -day lives as, as humans in our society. Like people who build homes <clears throat> and hotels and people who, you know, make music and entertain us just on a daily basis. Now you're using it all, all for one purpose. And that isn't to create this story to give to other people. And when you think about all those people that are in a room, all the conversations they're probably having to do something like mm -hmm. this, I don't know. It just, it feels like you have all these geniuses playing in this really awesome sandbox and uh, people wanted to be a part of that. And nowadays I feel like everybody, it's like, okay, you have this little, they, they try to do it with the least amount of people as possible. It's like, the credits you see are all just a bunch of people who sat in front of a computer mm -hmm. 
doing CGI. And I know that's not every movie, but lately it feels that way. And it's kind of sad. No, and, you know, you, you look at these and another thing this, this little article here gives you is there's a whole scene or a whole group of pictures where they start pointing out how many scenes were shot in the exact same spot. But because of the camera angle, you don't know that. Yep. And it's like, yeah, it's like wow. all that diners right around exactly. that corner. And you didn't look even yeah, know. in the hotel that his parents got shot in front of is right here. But if you pull back and we show you the full picture, you'll see all the other places that were right there that were in the film that you didn't feel like that scene was in the same spot. Like, cause I'm looking at this and it's like, yeah, Gotham city is a, a fake yeah. city. So they change up their aesthetic. But then if you go watch ghostbusters, that shit's just New York, but they still built, certain sets mm-hmm. to you know to give it a little bit of extra oomph and it's it's just like little things like that where it's like oh no using the actual things not good enough we need it to be more grandiose I, one of the one of my biggest jokes uh that i think about or not necessarily a joke but one of the little hints that i always enjoyed about something like lord of the rings with their attention to detail was that um for like a lot of a, i don't know if they did it for everything i'm pretty sure they did Ian McKellen already had a big nose, but they wanted a bigger nose on him. So it was more prominent. So they actually had to put prosthetic on him to make his nose a little bit bigger. And I go, man, that just seems like something like from anybody like outside of the industry would be sitting like, why bother? That seems like such a hassle for something. And it's like, I, for all we know, it would have been really weird to punch in on Ian McKellen and like his face might not feel right because he's a more grandiose character. I just I yeah. like little Batman. shit like that. Dope. Yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the chat. Yeah, I, I put that article in there, and I mean it, it's amazing that it's stuff. Really, it's really cool. And then the the last pictures down at the bottom, uh, you know, where it shows the whole set area, it's still massive. Mm-hmm. It is massive, people. Pinewood is probably one of the best freaking. If you could go see any studio in the world still today. Pinewood is still one of the best ones. It's where so many things are shot that people don't know about. Pinewood in uh, Atlanta? No. It's, uh, it's London. It's, oh, okay. It's UK, but yeah, yeah. Um, they have the James Bond, uh, Albert Broccoli uh, set there. Uh, it was actually, I can't remember. It was right before, I think, the first Pierce Brosnan film, or maybe it was right after the last Pierce Brosnan film, one of the two. Uh, the original studio that all of the Bond films were shot in when they would use a studio, it burned down. And Albert Albert Broccoli had petitioned to have that place built so he could do the Bond films. And so when they rebuilt it, they put his name on it. And so now it is now known as the 007 stage, but it's called the Albert Broccoli 007 stage. Um, but there at the bottom, the uh, the vault that he puts his suit in. Is mm-hmm. I mean, I just, when I see this, I don't know when this was exactly, but I'm like, wow. And I'm not sure because this may have been after 89, but what year did uh, Batman Returns come out? Uh, I think it was like 92, I think. Yeah, they used yeah. the same set. So I'm not sure if this is after that. Which, if it is after that, it's like, oh, my God, they kept all this stuff for how long? I think it says at the top how, um, what year they tore it all down. Well, didn't they, 
now I'm not sure if it's the exact same one, but didn't they use some of the same stuff in the Batcave when they did the CW Crisis bullshit where they killed Bruce Wayne for no reason? I don't know. Uh, I know they had the car and a couple. Yeah, they had the car. Well, they had the frame of a car and like a couple of panels or something like that. Yeah. Because they had like one of the beep boop button panels was from an Adam West set, and then like a lot of the cave, I guess, was from the. Yeah, this this guy basically said that, um, you know, there's an Article 21 abandoned movie sets that you can actually visit, uh, but he says this that the claims that this place still exists are completely untrue. Hmm. That was destroyed many years ago. Um, I'm trying to see here. It's a sad shame. It's a 95 acre back lot. Jesus. That's an amusement park, man. That thing is huge. It's fucking crazy. Isn't that like Richie? That's like Richie Rich's house. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, this, I think, I want to say that these pictures were probably taken after 89 because that's the only one they make reference to. But I know that the the set was still used for uh, Batman Returns. Parts mm. of it. I think, but I don't It's It's just amazing. But this 21 abandoned uh, movie sets that you can visit article is pretty cool too. Like I said, I'm a big, you know, person about abandoned buildings and things like that. So if I could ever get to these things, look up abandoned uh, um, amusement parks too. It's, that's kind of creepy. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. They got uh, a couple of cool ones, um, like in other countries and shit. Like, isn't there's like one that was an abandoned Hello Kitty one? It looks freaky as shit with like Hello Kitty deformed. So it looks like something from like Five Nights at Freddy. Fuck that. <laughs> no, thank you. Come on, John. You know you like that stuff. Nope. Not not having it. So apparently all my USB ports are just fucked. Because nothing is working in my no. USBs. Yeah. Huh. Well, well, I feel like maybe that's the universe thing we've gone too long today. Um... That's we haven't even gone that I'm long. I'm tired as fuck, and I want to go to bed. Yeah. He's like, so. it's not that long. We just crossed the two-hour mark. It's not that long. <laughs> I, I, I can say it's not that long because I've been, like, in and out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, it wasn't long for me. <laughs> it's all about well, me. Chris has only been here for, like, 40 minutes or so. So yeah. Wow, that feels much longer. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I feel like I'm I'm kind of tapped out. I feel bad. I'm uh, I'm uh I'm still running on fumes from last night's insanity. You didn't even get into your CW shit, you know? Oh, I know. It's fucking <laughs> star. No, we save Stargirl for Sunday. Ugh, God. No, Batwoman, man. You know you love Batwoman. Oh, That's Batwoman? your favorite show. I, I don't even talk about it because it's so good. I don't feel it needs to be talked about because it's perfection. Right? It's a masterpiece in TV show writing. I hate my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, there's a bunch of other random shit, but I just don't even want to get into that stuff because it's like, ugh. There's not enough information out there to yeah. even talk about some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I know uh, uh, fucking Cyborg is still out there tweeting stuff out still. Oh, yeah. Randomly. 
Oh, more um, and more stuff keeps coming out about Joss. We'll see how that goes. I mean, nothing like bandwagon, huh? That's... Now, I did hear, and maybe you can, you know, point me in the right direction. Are they doing a new Buffy series? Is that what I heard, or is it a TV show or or a movie? I mean, they've been talking about rebooting the TV show forever. Yeah. So. And then they're talking about using um, a black female or something as Buffy or some shit. Yeah. Okay. If they're going to do that, why not do the story from like the 1980s Slayer that they showed in Buffy? Like, the I think it was like a UK chick or some shit like that. It's because they want the name. It's all about the name. It's not about Just call it Vampire Slayer and use her name. It's already an original character. Wait. That would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, say that again and then realize the error of your ways. Exactly. <laughs> Just saying. Oh. We're on this, why don't they do it like this anymore type stuff. As we just talked about how miraculous a set was built that you'll never see shit like that again. To be fair, Lord of the yeah. Rings did that a few times. So. No, in Lord of the Rings, that stuff that's out in the uh, hills of uh, New Zealand, I believe. Yep. Uh, that's why it's, it's good. still there. That's why you can do good. tours of it. Yeah. They do tours of that shit. That yep. is a bucket list thing for me, boys. I'll tell you that right now. Talk about that. I know we talk about uh, Lord of the Rings a lot because of its amazing way that it was done but like <laughs> you know it took me years to actually find a video because of how long that they just waited to show people and i knew it had to be a camera trick but how they shot them in different sizes so like the hobbits oh, yeah the perspective thing yeah the, the perspective and then you see the tables and when they do this video that uh peter jackson did like the behind the scenes on how they did it they would show you the perspective one and then he takes the camera and he moves it so you see the exact what how it does it and mm -hmm. it's just trips with your mind man it's like oh yeah you, you know what they're doing you just when it shows it to you you're like oh wow yeah. <laughs> but that's that's another thing but nowadays no no they wouldn't do it that way because that's perspective ah. require, do it in gi or something it, it would require attention to detail yeah jesus and again, no movie. No one cares perfect. about that. No, but no movie is perfect. There's no. there's always flaws. But like you said, John, if that that flaw doesn't take you out of your you know your you know disbelief or your your you're suspended in uh, this fantasy world, if it doesn't take yeah. you out of that to where you stop and you're like, oh wow, that's bad. That's really bad. If it doesn't do that, then it's doing its job. Yeah. So. Yep, I would yeah. I would have to one hundred percent agree with that. You can't agree with that. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I'm an ist. Sorry. <sighs> <sighs> oh man. Now my kids yep. are yelling. Yep. Good. Good. Let me out. Fucking oh. audio and there. Well, how about you yell a quote at us, sir? Oh, I didn't even do that yet. <laughs> this guy, man. Chris. This this guy, he just he's falling apart. He's falling off the rails. I told you today is in like the worst fucking day. I got a speeding ticket earlier. Oh, 
and I'm just like fuck today, like all over. I can can I restart? <sighs> I can go okay. for a checkpoint. I can give you. I can give you. A, I can give you a quote. Oh no! Oh my hey, goodness! I, I I I think I got one for John. Oh no! Uh, okay. I'm gonna hold on to my butt. Here we go. Uh, hold on. Let me get, let me. Uh, what? He muted himself. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Come on. Uh, I can't even pronounce these fucking characters' names. <laughs> okay. Here we go. From uh, from Ar- Aragorn, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, boy. That's how you pronounce his name, right? The the ranger himself. Look. Yes. Look, I still have one to watch. <laughs> so fuck off, people. <laughs> you're 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 a bad person. You're a bad person. All right. A day may come when the courage of men fails, but it is not this day, unless you get a speeding ticket. Unless you get a speeding ticket. <laughs> I I got I got this one. I I love it. Oh, no. All right. The Lord pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. Grant me revenge, and if you do not listen, then the hell with you. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear them the limitation of the women. <laughs> oh, Conan. Conan the boss. You, you loved our jokes, Conan. You laughed. <laughs> I love the OG Conan. Yep. You're all you're all nerds. <laughs> well, and you're Chris, right here with us. Yes, I know. I'm I'm in I'm in the clown car riding. I'm getting a speeding ticket, and I'm gonna poop a baby. Um, oh, that's good to know. Huh? You're 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 welcome. been brewing for a while. You're welcome. Uh, no, it's how I. It's the curse of the village. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll just I'll end with Chris. Thank you for coming on today today's train wreck. Train I feel like of a fucking podcast. I feel like we're all. One. I feel like we're all just kind of dragging a little bit. Today's been a bad day. Yeah, started last night, went on to today, and it's just like holy. Shit. I think. I think it's. I think we all need to go home and rethink our lives. No death sticks today for <laughs> anyone, please. No death sticks. Um. Yeah. I, well, I'm available next week if you guys want to try this again and see if the reboot works better. <laughs> Uh, yes. Right. Let's, let's see if we can let's see if we can get a new script and maybe they'll replace me with a gender specific person. Um Chris, your, uh, oh, do you want you, you want to shill real quick, dude? Since you yeah. didn't shill when you started on. Yeah, uh, the, the real review three thousands where you can find me trying to get three thousand subscribers right now and uh, got Chaos Central. Uh, got that YouTube. Got ChaosCentral.com. Three shows a week for Chaos Central. We have the Rule of Three on Sundays, which is not technically the first one of the week. The first one of the week is the Chaos Conversation, which is on Mondays. On Tuesdays, we have the Chaos List. There, those two are always at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the Rule of Three is at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because that I have to do it because I'm outnumbered in that group as far as time. <laughs> <laughs> not in this case. Nope. Uh, well, fuck you guys. Oh, when, oh, never mind. I won't even bring that up on air. I'll ask you after. <laughs> I just <laughs> my my filter stopped and said, "Wait." We're not, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
Well, awesome. Yeah, uh, everybody go check him out. Uh, I watch a lot of stuff. He does some uh, music video and band review stuff. He uh, mm-hmm. does basic uh, uh, social commentary and, uh, you know, just everything going on. He does a little bit of everything. So. I call it ADHD for YouTube. I like it. And I approve. And I think that's a and I think that is a very, very good uh descriptor. So everybody go check out Chris. Hopefully Michael will get his shit together and hopefully I'll stop being a fucking whiny baby that got pooped at a village. Well, so- we know one of those things will probably happen. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyway, thanks everybody. Have a good week. Later now. Anyways. Oh man. <laughs> You just finished another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch every episode of Operation Babble on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babble. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babble group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Don't forget to find Mike on all social platforms, including YouTube, by searching Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S. You can find John on Instagram and YouTube via Bald Man Bad. Thanks and have a great day. If you're right there, Mike. Just died. You're what? Oh. I was like, you disappeared. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what he... to do. What the fuck? What happened? He's lost his soul. It he happens. Put, he pushed the soundboard too many times. That's what happened. You have a oh. fucking, you have a limit. And that's it. In the box. Ready I... We be fast and baby slow. God damn it. I can't hear shit. What the fuck? I just lost his mind. Oh no.